0: the asos podcast all
1: right so guys this is a big week in politics in london right and I just want to know, like, who are you guys look to vote for? Have you guys got anyone in particular that you actually got in mind?
2: Basically, what I'm gonna do mm-hmm. is I'm gonna go to the polling station tomorrow, and I'm gonna go it dip do, and whoever I land on, get my vote.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow! You're going dip do on the polling booth. Say they're anymore. they're
2: all they're all equally buffoons, in it. So either way, like, wait, you can vote for Zadek again, in it. I believe.
0: i got a random question. Do you think Boris Johnson was a terrible mayor?
2: I think mayoring was his call, call to life. Um, that was that was his ceiling. Anything past that, and it's just it's, it's I, wild, I, I man. I don't
1: think I was following politics enough to say whether he was bad or not. And I also feel like someone was the time that he might have been um, mayor. I don't think I was even in London. So it's hard to say for me. When what years was he even mayor?
0: Um yeah, you're right. Maybe that was during when we were like uni. But like yeah, um, things like Boris yeah. bikes and stuff like
3: that. Yeah, I was literally gonna say the only thing I remember is the Boris bikes, which are now Santander bikes, I believe.
1: Yeah. But we yeah. just call
3: them Boris bikes, right? That's right.
1: Yeah. Like... Still a ranker regardless. Um two thousand
0: eight, two thousand sixteen he was in office.
1: Yeah, so there you go. So for yeah bug of that, we were even in we were even in London, is it? So yeah.
2: Mm,
3: college and um, politics then.
1: College
2: and post uni. So was, was you following politics like that in college? Like you might have been. I, well, um, yeah. loosely.
0: I I remember going to his um mayoral one of his debates, because that was sadly after one of my mates had passed. And then we were trying to, like, set up a foundation and stuff. So he went to mm-hmm. one of his... This is one of his first debates. And I just remember looking at this guy and thinking, this guy's never going to win. This guy's a clown. Like, because he was trying to relate to the audience by saying he was Turkish. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Are you joking?
2: <laughs> I my life, I, I,
0: I, I I was like, nah.
3: He's Turkish then, and he's got, like, eight baby mums, right?
0: Yeah.
3: Why? <laughs>
2: I do remember seeing him once um, at East Croydon, and he had hella security around him. Like, hella people. It was actually kind of funny.
1: Really funny. See, I feel like that's how he diffuses people, right? People be like, oh, yeah, but he's funny. But no, he's a massive dickhead. That's responsible for hundreds of thousands of people dying. So, um nah, I can't... I, I find it hard to laugh at it comes to Boris Johnson. Even so, sometimes it's better to laugh than cry, I guess, but... Yeah, um, he's just a, a white stain on it, really. Um, Let but, them yeah. love it.
3: Go for it. Go on, keep going.
1: <laughs> no, nah, I'm not gonna go in on because like, everyone knows what he's done, right? Everyone knows that he's that he's um, been very bad for Britain during probably Britain's worst time since like World War Two, and um, it's just difficult for me to look at it any other way apart from that. So. Do you
3: yeah. know what? Yeah, I think my beef is actually with pretty Patel. Out
1: of everybody oh, else, she, but he. Oh, but it's the thing, he's like, She's she's a devil, bro. She's worse than Boris. The whole cabinet is bad. The whole cabinet is bad, right? Don't get me wrong. The whole cabinet is bad. It will even in fact, that disgusting, but he is the leader. You know what I mean? If she if she was bad, but he, he didn't like what she does, and 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 everyone agreed that what she does is wrong, then he would he would be the one that should be ousting her, not us. But you know, he doesn't care. He appreciates what she does.
3: I'm going to bring it back to race again because you know me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think for me, my beef is with her because she's actually not one of them. But you're dumb because you think you're one of them because the people you're sending home are like, they, they're your own family, they're your own people. Like at she the root of wouldn't it.
1: wouldn't be in the position that she's in unless it was for her, and her forefathers making that journey across.
3: Right. That's and passing the baton baton right. baton to her.
1: Yeah. So and she, being able
3: to allow her to do that. So that's so probably why I
1: haven't. Anymore coming over. Like it's awesome, right? Anyway. She's done it's, it's 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 beyond belief how stupid it is when she says the stuff that she says. And although what she says is wrong, um Johnson has done the same as well. He said some foul things as well. But I guess maybe you say that while she executes it, but you know, I don't I don't see any difference between the two of them. But yeah, not, not all reality, skin
0: yeah. folk, are, not all skin folk are kin kin folk. That's the same, right?
2: Yeah, and <laughs> um, I, I I genuinely think she's like um like marginally worse, purely because she's ruining families and she's ruining like, lives.
1: You, no, no. I'm sorry, it's okay. you guys are not getting it. He is the head honcho, She can't do anything without his head about his, his say so. So whatever she um, I don't plan, think so you know I think
3: I think she's got a level of authority to do some of the madness as long as it is aligned with the objective.
2: Yeah and I think he only yeah. steps in if she crosses the line.
3: Yeah. But it's
1: his objectives, no?
3: Yeah, but however it's executed would be up to her. Um, so I, her I, moving I, mad I, like that. Go on.
1: I can't I can't get around that this, this Boris Johnson scapegoating at the moment, because, or not even scapegoating, like him getting away with the stuff that he does. Everything that everyone does, well, everything you see that um, Cummings doing, and and the other guy that we also really push on called with the, the double-barrel surname, I forgot his name, Reese Mugg, yeah. He does a whole lot of shit as well, but it's all Boris Johnson, ultimately, ultimately it's yeah. him. So what he, does, what, he does, what, he does, what he does, what he does, what he does, he turns up to his press conferences, with, like, proper, like, shaggy hair all over the place. And <laughs> and what it does, what it does it completely diffuses the situation because he looks less smug. He just looks like someone that's a bit, you know, disheveled, doesn't really know what he's doing, has a little laugh, has a little joke, and, you know, it's all right, and it's all right. You've got to lose your job. You know, you've got to lose your job, you might, your family might get deported, but it's all right because we're all in it together, aren't we? And, like, and, no, and, and the pubs here. are open, and, and yes,
2: yeah, we'll pour uh, a pint.
1: Whereas, 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 whereas pretty and the, Reese, the other, and um, Reese Mug, and... um. Cummings and the rest of them, they because they look more like your typical politician. They look a, little, a bit more professional. The anger gets directed more at them. He he's been doing this. He's been patting this up for so long. He basically plays the fool when I mean, there's no way he's a fool. Because if he was a fool, he wouldn't he wouldn't have arrived um, to the position that he's in now. That's the way I see it.
3: Do you know what it is? I think I get you, and I understand what you're saying because at the end of the day, whoever runs the captain runs the ship, right? Yeah. So he's responsible for everything regardless of whether he made those decisions himself.
1: And if he didn't appreciate it, if he didn't agree with it, then you get rid of that person. You just come out and say, look, that person's properly well overstepped their mark and I don't appreciate what they've done. But
3: Agreed. But she's still there. But she's also spending five bags on eyebrows. Like, <laughs> like... No,
2: that wasn't real. She was using like a shell company or something as like a way to get money. Like he was... I can't. I can't so remember. So what exactly.
3: happened? Because I thought she was spending five bags on eyebrows.
2: No, but it's it's like um, it's like some weird account where they, I think they use it to like get money in. So like the company she used dissolved in like 2016. The company mm-hmm. that allegedly done her eyebrows it was like some date a few years ago. It dissolved, and then these are all um type of people that have died, like thirty or forty years ago. But like, if you go on a company's house, you can kind of backdate
1: it. Yeah, the names are, are people deceased. yeah. Yeah.
2: So
3: what I'm hearing actually sounds worse. It
1: is worse. It's, money.
2: it's like almost money laundering. Yeah, it's 100% that. Like, there's so much, like, corruption and stuff. Like, um, even stuff like, obviously, you must have read about the masks and the PP and the contracts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They don't even do, that. Like, a formal vetting procedure. Like, I have a friend who works... Um, in like the government and he, he he explained the procedure to me and the way they do it is they literally just avoid everyone else. Like there's so many steps and processes that have to be put in place but they give it to their matey because that gives them a position of power on that company's board. Yeah.
3: But and it also
1: gives... They can go and get paid.
2: Yeah, 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 literally. So that's why a lot of politicians, um, they don't get a great base salary. I think it's like 70K on 80K now. Mm-hmm. But they pull in... They pull in hundreds of thousands, if not millions, by authorizing these back backhand um, contracts, getting places on board. Like their ultimate goal is to be in like the financial sector, yep. where they can just get money just for sitting on a panel.
1: Pure facts, what I've been hearing there. Uh, yep,
2: yeah, that or they use stuff to do, um, like um, see, do like the, speech the, circuits. The thing
3: is, yeah, the thing is, I know I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound wild, right? But I don't necessarily see a problem with that. I th- what i swear down i don't see I th- oh, I think the, the reason- hold on oh, wait hold on oh. let me dissect it because oh, i do oh. think I, I see a problem with like some of it but
1: before you start by the way welcome guys to the political podcast so if
3: i was in that position right what if i had like opportunities and this is why I talk about keeping it in the community. Yeah? Mm-hmm. If I had opportunities to make money, I'm calling my boys, I'm calling my girls, sis, I've got this, do you want to do it? Bro, I've yeah. got this, do you want to do it? Yeah. I'm not calling anybody Tom, Dick, and Harry because I'm going to make sure my people eat.
1: And you know right? what? I totally understand that in the private sector. You can do that if you want to in the private sector because. That's the problem, yours, right? Because yeah. it's
3: the public sector. And, it's not and your his money, responsibility is to the um, state, essentially, right? Exactly, to the people when if if your bros and your sis has everything patterned and it all sticks to the rules then absolutely bros sis come eat but, but
1: what they're doing doesn't stick to the rules yeah, that's the problem yeah that's why i get it but I'd,
3: like if you were in if you were sticking to the regulations and actually meeting all the quality control stuff and everything then 100 yeah. percent, i hear that and Keep the, worst it the, community.
1: Is, the worst thing is they could do that they could literally go through the process right and then still pick their 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 people they could do that, but they just basically yep. say they don't even give a fuck about even pretending <laughs> to make it look right. Actually, no, I think they
2: can't because everything has to be tested right and vetted. So when, like, if they ended up choosing someone whose test failed, so like, say it was PP masks or PP um, stuff in a way, and it's like, oh, this doesn't actually work.
1: But that isn't quite accurate because when you think about it, right? When you when you look at this, right, if the, the masks and the and the equipment, whatever, it is for the most part it's going to be the same stuff. I know that the government end up being delivered um, faulty equipment or equipment that was expired and stuff like that, right? But they could easily say, we're going to give you this mask and this gown, right? And just have to give you one of them to test. And as long as that one gown passes, then the order for 100,000... No, but I don't think more. it was
2: that way. Like, they get a batch and they test a the batch. Well, then you could
1: deliver the batch, then. My point is that they would be able to just at least falsify enough of what they can do to pass the, the interrogation around, if you like, because even in the private sector, this happens where, where things go off a quote and then companies will come back in and say, look, this is what we can do. And then they do like a demonstration of what they can do. And the reality is that even with that demonstration, that won't be the finished product, what they can actually deliver because that company's not that good, but they bullshit their way to that position, right? My point is that if they wanted to, they could at least even try to do that, but they didn't even bother. And on top of that, right, that, that's like, old news, really, when, we, when we're talking about the stuff, the corruption, what the governments have done. Because even, like, was it last week or the week before that, um, there was a story storybook about how the flat at number 11 down the street was being renovated for, I think it was, sort of like, £25,000. It might be somewhere 25000 mm-hmm. or £250,000,
2: right? It was, wasn't it, it was a flat, and there was also Boris's place as well.
1: Yeah. Number and 10 a, as well. And it was paid for by a Tory donor. And then, like literally, like a week later, that toy donors business then won a twelve million pound contract. Yeah, it's like it's not even—they're not even trying to hide it. But are not not saying you gotta get your contract no. in a year's time. It's the next week.
2: And then, <laughs> well, didn't so Cummings right? give his neighbor one as well? Didn't he give his neighbor like a one million or something called
1: contract it's too? Every- everyone getting whatever they want in it. Just holler in it. holler. what do you need? Need you need ten mil? Okay, I got that for you. I got that.
3: But that, that's why I think we just need to stick to the community. Bro. <laughs> I'm sorry to take it back there, but I don't see a problem with that because I feel like, I, I do see problem. a problem with it, right? I do, I do see a problem. But I feel like, unfortunately, I would act exactly the same. Because if it was my bros and my sisters and my cousins and my family, everybody come eat because everybody needs to be up. Uh,
1: just I heard you, that, I heard about, that, yeah, but... do, do you... They do not yeah. vote for more of a league because like, <laughs> you sure so know
3: one. what, it's actually funny because obviously I'm ethically contracted to certain accountancy bodies, which I'm not going to say, but I hundred percent agree in ethics and transparency and all that stuff. But I also believe in nepotism.
1: I totally understand the concept of skanking the system and getting yours right I do not
3: skanking the system. No, no, no. no. Waxing
1: system is where, nah, the skanking, is where it. It. skanking the system must be better because really truly really, skanking means that you're within the rules, but you're just kinda, you know uh
0: flexible I'm bit. gonna jump in as well. Like I, I with with regards to this, I just think if you're gonna help out and give contract to your mates, at least ensure or put some sort of process to ensure that they're going to deliver what you need. Because throughout this pandemic there's been so many like Bumps in the road where you've had like PPE that even that can't be used for example and stuff and the, testing. Of and the yeah. testing and it looks that's bad. why
3: i agree with making the like working within the rules sticking to the contract being like upholding your legal obligation right as long as you pull your your side of the way if as long as you pull your way i'm gonna pull mine and everybody's still going to eat, but we need to deliver this product. We need to do X, Y, and Z. So let's just get it across the line. I, I do
2: Everybody think I, I do think that works for people of a certain race, but I think for people that that look like us, um, that won't fly purely because um, I think it's like one in a hundred politicians are black. So, if there is ever an instance where your contract has like some sort of dubious. Or not even dubious, but like there's something wrong with it. Something wrong with the product or, or program or whatever. Mm. Like an inquest is going to be put in, and they're going to use a force to. That's
3: why I believe in sticking to the community, and edifying the community because at least we do things that, together. That, our that, way.
1: that doesn't work on. We're talking about like, the public sector. The public Hold on. Do you know
3: what? I'm not even thinking about England. I'm yes. thinking about like us just, just going leaving. off and doing our own thing elsewhere. Get I'm not thinking
1: about England. No, I would do it in you know, it, but the E D L man would to be too happy. <laughs> so I
4: like that. I like
1: no, but that's what I'm saying. What, what I can say is this year, um, government's fucked in it. Like they're, they're so corrupt and it needs a hard reset. and that is why, that is why I'm voting for Nico Omelana.
3: is he independent? Minute.
1: Even
3: yeah. I heard, because I'm not really into politics so much, right? Yeah. I try to face my front. But I heard the more independent politicians you vote for, it gives the Tories more of a chance of winning. So that is true. Yeah, for, that, that, that
1: the vote. True, that is true for the general election. But it's not true for the mayoral election, because you're just voting for one person. Okay. So that yeah, is very true of the general election, that basically they... they you can't become the prime minister of England if you're running by yourself, basically. It's, mm-hmm. also, it's pretty much impossible. But for the mayor, you're literally just voting for one of six people, I think it is. And whoever gets the most votes out of them wins. So. Okay.
2: Just don't vote for Sean Bailey because he is.
0: Why well, just don't? He is vote a for massive Sean Uncle Bailey. Tom and he's a Tory. We have to be free thinkers here, right? Okay. That's what Tory is. Okay, Matt. So, look, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I'm I'm everything I'm I'm not has not oh, been done on. by the 20th. Let me, let me, three, land. Three, four, five, six, seven, let me eight, yeah, there's no.
1: way... No no no, 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 no. Let Let,
4: let, let
2: Manny speak. Me let Manny speak. Me, let me speak. Me, okay.
0: Cool. So we had Sadiq Khan on the left, right. Yeah. We have Sean Bailey. So Sean Bailey's given us like I like to listen to policies, right? So Sean Bailey's saying things like he's going to build houses. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. he's going to build. What's it called? He's gonna try and the, introduce that community police and He's gonna get rid of congestion charge. He's going mm-hmm. to build more youth centres. He
1: said he's gonna get more police officers, right? Well, but there'll be more community community police. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, I think okay. he said something like that. So, whereas Sadiq Khan, I actually haven't heard much of his policies. Have you guys?
1: I haven't heard a few positive things no. about Say that much.
2: But what I will say is that Sean Bailey was like spreading false propaganda around my area. About council tax. Can, and, um, say. Oh,
1: can I say? It? Go on, go
2: on, go on. Um, he was saying it's all going to rise twenty five percent April this year, unless you vote for him. Like, like, stuff like that. But like, there's a lot of elderly people around here, and my dad genuinely believed it. And he started like stressing, <laughs> but like he 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 put out something that looks like a, an actual um letter from the council.
0: But isn't Croydon bankrupt anyway?
2: Zaki's out. <laughs> anyway,
1: They're bankrupt, but they got like? money, bro. Anyway, they, so, so... they got money in it. That... Manny, can I ask you a question? Yeah, yeah. When, when um, when Boris Johnson was running for election, right, can I, what what did he say he's going to do when he was running for general election? I think, was he I saying? remember he
0: be sure?
1: the first time? I think he said about more houses and... More police and say. Oh,
0: what are you,
1: what are you more, talking um, about recently when he's running? Yeah, that's, that's all the stuff that Boris Johnson said. And you know what? None of it was delivered. But he did do
2: some of what uh, Jeremy Corbyn said.
1: He, all I know is that they're just a bunch of liars. Yeah, the whole. Do you know what? Can we just take a minute?
3: Lie. Did you hear what that what was just said? Repeat that.
2: <laughs> he did do some of what Jeremy Corbyn said he wanted to do. Let's
3: acknowledge that because you see how everybody was ripping Jeremy. Yeah. Oh, there's no money. There's none of that. Da, 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 da. All of a sudden. Yeah. We're doing what Jeremy said he was going to do.
2: What Jeremy said made absolutely sense. Like, I actually read the
1: manifestos and... Jeremy's one was just excellent. You should have be... Yeah. The, well. the fact that Jeremy
0: Corbyn couldn't, couldn't be prime minister hurts. It just hurts. I think, I think he wouldn't have been a world a world leader, for sure. That I'll give. But in terms of what, actual... Boris he would
2: have done better than well, Boris yeah, and he would have he, balanced the he, scales He would have balanced
0: the scales, for sure. But I mean, like, Boris Johnson is, because he's like one of those Eton boys, and that's not what we needed. We needed someone like Jeremy Corbyn that would f- cater for the people. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
3: Definitely... But, yeah. But, but I think, um... oh, do you know what, it's all right, never mind. No, no, when you, no, when no. you even look, at, when no, you really even look really
1: at the fact that we're in a global pandemic right now, right, and there's so many kids that have to be homeschooled, and a lot of kids, they didn't even have internet at home. They had to, in the end, I think, I remember seeing an advert from EE where they offered to give any school kid in Britain that needed, um, like, mobile data, basically, to do their schoolwork, they were offered to do it, like, via the schools. So, basically, the schools had to approach them and they would provide, like, the, the um, dongles to plug into a laptop. Mm. Now, I remember in Jamie Corbyn's um, manifesto, that he wanted to provide free internet to everyone. So, you, so, internet is a basic right, basically, like, you have water... And obviously, you used to pay for those things, but he was saying that at a basic at a basic level, it would be free, and obviously, you could get your tiers what you would um, pay for to boost your speeds.
2: Exactly that, because like uh, everything is like based around the internet. Like, yeah. like job centers so, like, are closing down; everything's going electronic.
1: You it's, can't it's, apply for a job nowadays without the internet. You can't yeah. even get you. Can't, it's, it's very difficult to even do something like get job seekers allowance without the yeah. internet. So, like, how is anyone meant to survive? Without any sort of internet access. Even now, they're saying that you've got to, um, you probably have to start using the check and Trace app to prove that you've taken a jab at some point as a, as a um, COVID passport if you want to go and travel. Imagine you having to do that without having like a smartphone or something like that. There's, these things are basically um, basic essentials now. And that is what Jamie Corbyn was trying to provide. But people voted for Boris Johnson because they wanted to get um, the £350 million pounds a week. Back to the NHS, which turned out to be a lie. Anyway. Um everyone knew that as well. Everyone knew it. And that's what's thing that the, the, the even the media they just discussed with me as well, was that everyone knew that it was it was a lie, but no one ever like, you know, challenged it. But yeah, you know uh, I think
3: it's the echo chamber effect that's happening here, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah,
0: because oh, around yeah, us
1: bit,
3: uh, in
0: general as well, way, Yeah, football. because
3: I think genuinely the people who Majority of this country, I, I, I don't know, this is just all assumptions I'm making, by the way. The majority of these company, con- the majority of people in this com- country are just pretty much poor, right? In the grand scheme of things.
4: And yeah. And they're, they're
3: pretty much uneducated. And the people who have, like, it was, the people who voted to leave the EU and the people who voted for the Tories and all that jazz, they're probably all the, the stupid people in this country the ones and that are little, like, poor so they're just trying to run along with whatever is going to make their life better not actually making any educated votes or any educated decisions
2: yeah and there's so I many people that are just saying oh I can't vote for this
0: we've run danger of uh, marginalising people when we say things like that because you have to, yeah, there, were, mean, there were targeted ads like directed at people Like p- p- companies like Cambridge Analytica were hired To spread misinformation, do you know what I mean? And it not only affected like all crevices, even my dad bought into into the Brexit hype, but that's because of misinformation. Do you know what I mean?
1: I do, and I also is it
3: misinformation?
1: It is misinformation. It is, and it's not only that. Yeah, I feel like it's not even it's not even to say that the people are um are uneducated, but it is that, but it's not just that. It's the fact that. They lack critical thinking, and that is critical thinking is something that is purposely not pushed in the in the national curriculum. Do you know? I think that's what it is. They because they do I wouldn't not see... want. Yeah, they don't want. They don't want. They don't want people that can actually think properly. They want people that just follow instructions. That's what the workforce needs to be, right? And that's what they want.
3: Yeah, I think I I when, when I say uneducated, I actually think lack of critical thinking. Now you've said that. Because if you can't think yeah. for yourself, then for me, in my, he- in my head, that is equated to uneducated, but it's not necessarily yeah. the truth. Well, yeah, it it's, it's, yeah. Not just,
2: it's not just those people as well. It's um Sorry, it's not just those people, but it's also the people that um were concerned about their money. So they're wealthy as well.
1: That's, uh, that's what I was going to say. So when you said, like, the poor and uneducated, it's them, and they're going to be the larger number, but then it's also the elite at the top. So you had like this little bit in the middle. They were like, no, let's not do this. Let's be smart people. But there wasn't enough of us in the middle. Like, so.
3: And then you have those stupid people who think they're actually wealthy. And oh, one of the elite, well. but actually their money is chump change. And yeah, they're,
1: they're, not, they're not. And yeah. they're the
2: ones getting hit hard as well.
3: Hit hardest.
1: Oh, because they were so loud and proud. Oh, they're, they're voting Brexit, especially the people that like, owned like, the fisheries and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh,
3: right now. <laughs> I wasn't even talking about those people. Oh, I was well, talking yeah, about like people. the regular Tom, Dick, and Harry.
2: Like who... the, the top, like five percent that earn like a hundred grand.
3: Yeah, like you earn a hundred grand. Where are you going with your chump change, friend? <laughs> Please come <laughs> and sit down with the rest of us. Because what's a hundred k in the grand scheme of things when we're talking millions and trillions and billions? Yeah, that's what. Like, like,
2: like five and a half k a month.
3: Yeah, before tax. In tans. London,
2: what are you doing? That's after tax. After tax.
1: Oh, hundred oh, k. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What are you doing with that in London? So anyway, that was a mad intro to the podcast, but anyway, who, who are we joined by today? So I'm here, Manny's here, Oli's sir, and
3: Mo Money
1: movely Mo Money movely <laughs> Mo is here as well. Manny, do you want to kick off the socials? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, follow us
0: on uh Instagram, is also underscore follow us on Twitter, it's us underscore if you follow me, Emanuel, it's Mighty on Twitter. Matty you, you go up next.
1: Um you can find me on Twitter at Mr Matty Lee and you can find me on Instagram at Mr underscore Matty Lee. Um over to you Ollie. Yeah, you
2: can find me on Twitter at OC Clark underscore ten and as promised last week my Twitter's been booming. <laughs> Pure bands, bruv. Pure bands. Every has been getting guess flamed. Like
1: I said, every, day. No, but every day,
2: he a day. He missed a day. He missed two days, in fact. Yeah. I missed one day. I missed <laughs> one day, actually. <laughs> I missed one day, but <laughs> my average worked out. My average worked out in it. So I averaged yeah. more than one post a day. <sighs> like You're just hurt because I had to talk about tennis in it and what happened at tennis. you got slapped in it. No, no, I no. Let's, let's not uh, spread fables. Hold on. But, I, when,
1: um, I, when I beat you, I'm beating you to uh, one against. Do we get and I was okay, the one. Okay, so
2: we, we can we can all screw things to make it look like I mean, we're a a good at tennis. It's, it's fact but so but but Rand got spun off the court, Brad. You're fact. He quit, he quit, he quit. He look walked here, off, he walked off.
1: Not, this is not true. This is absolutely not true. No any I'm not a I'm a anyway <laughs> Anyway. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Do I get a go? Yeah,
2: yeah, go for it. Go for okay.
3: It. Uh, so I am on Instagram. I actually changed my handle last week. So wow. now it's Morvia underscore Lee.
1: Jeez. That sounds oh. a lot like mine. Are we family?
3: Secretly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Bitch, you might be. No, nah, I wasn't having a go there. It's like a like Gucci main quote. Don't don't hate me. Anyway. What are we going to keep this week... Actually, no, let's start off with a big album, shit, babe, because that was like a really long political... I don't even know what we call that political form that we had there. So um, shall we start off with... Um, Khaled. Khaled. Yeah, that, that DJ's album. Sick. I think more of to want to start off this one. I know she's passionate about this
3: one. I loved it. I really loved it. I loved every single song on that, except really? for the Cardi B one, which I'm not sure about that one. Um...
1: No. Really?
3: I, I, I'm not a big fan of that lady, unfortunately. Why?
1: Okay, fair enough. Why? I love Cardi. I love Cardi.
3: Oh, I think it's just the whole personality thing for me.
1: Right, that's what I love about her. She's been the same s- since before she had money to now. Like,
3: No, I, I think that's fine. When, like, you're a reality TV star and it's, like, not really... I think when you're on a platform where children are consuming your information and you don't tailor that to children... And you're not mindful of that? That's why okay. I have a problem.
0: But then well, surely H-T1's, not all pop stars have to be role models at the same time, yes, they do. Right? No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they, don't, they make money and that. die. Would you like, say Eminem is a role model?
3: I feel like the generation where he was being a role model is no... Like, we're now adults, right? And the level of information or they, the access we had to him was not the same as the access children have to stars today.
0: But we still looked up to him, like, kids looked up look up to Cardi B, right?
3: Yeah, but I just feel like... <laughs> so, for example, you see that video where her her daughter came in and she literally I was like, oh, shit, and turned off the music. Yeah. yeah. But it was her song.
0: Yeah.
3: That's not appropriate for my son to listen to. But then... Hold on, I've got, I've
0: got another point to kill this one. Off. Not to kill this one off, but to debate back. Yeah. Steve Jobs never let his kids use ipads and iphones mm-hmm. like surely that's the same thing right yes it's it just being
3: responsible it is and i think so you... oh, i think oh, my son's good. calling me
1: no that's no, all good <laughs> so, you, so you don't like you don't like steve we did like steve jobs even did
3: no the thing is i feel like children should not be using iPads. should not be like mad on tech my son's now 10 where i've allowed him to be on tech and it's just i know it's i mean he's amazing in it but i do feel like there's a there's a a stage where you're allowed to do that Mm -hmm. does that make sense i don't think when you're like i I don't think two-year-olds and four-year-olds should be on ipads 24 7 in front of screens 24 7 i don't agree with that
0: so as a parent right it's down to you to censor what your child does and what your child listens to agreed like so if someone like cardi b shouldn't be seen as someone responsible for what your child listens to absolutely no. there's your a, there's, might, a
3: there's a dual responsibility between the two of us between her as a person who is being put on a platform and she's elevated with that risk, with that role comes responsibilities i don't care what anybody says if you are going to be in a public space and become a public figure Especially when you're appealing to all age ranges, you have a responsibility. But she's that's not. Her music's what? literally
2: for strip clubs and stuff. It's for but adults. She explicit lyrics. No,
1: if you couldn't. So the when music. they
3: play clean versions on Capital Extra, that's strip club music.
1: Yeah, but it's just cleaned so out on
3: Capital Extra, which is not watershed time, which is in but, daytime. Yeah, like it's just cleaned out. Like the there's the so song many songs where they clean
2: up. it, and kids won't understand the meaning behind the song. But it's still explicit content. It's still yeah, right. for like grown folk.
3: Yeah, but I'm saying it's still on, it's still played in a public space, in oh, like between nine and that's, nine. But that's what down to her record company no, trying to push her. Yeah, but she still has a responsibility. Anybody what's, in the supply chain, there's a responsibility. What's a rap,
1: though? They, they, a kid doesn't know what a rap is. Huh? A kid doesn't know what a rap is, do they? They just be like, oh, look at my rap." So my, my
3: five-year-old rap. daughter should yeah. be singing, look at my rap."
1: I'm not saying she should be she (laughs) She
3: (laughs) like do you understand what I'm saying
1: (laughs) she shouldn't be listening to Cardi B in the first place
3: no but if they've played it on capital extra that is over
2: yeah, you're the adult here. That's down to yeah. you. Put, put on like... Nah, I don't
3: agree. Put I on LBC
2: would, or Kiss or something or play you like something else. Put
1: on LBC and, let, and raise a future politician.
2: Yeah, nah, man.
3: I believe you have a dual responsibility. No, nah,
2: because at that point, yeah, it's, it's down to... Like her job, Cardi B, is to make music that appeases to no, her core audience. And not. then... Wait, wait, let me finish. And then your job as a parent is to filter out any nonsense when you're in it. So you know, yeah, Capital no, extra I, plays that sort of stuff. I feel play like kiss instead.
3: Of I play feel kiss. like I feel like we're really taking responsibility away from people in public figures. You're in a public place, and then you're a public figure for a reason, and you have a duty. I don't care if it's a, if a rapper, um, um, a politician, a football player. You all have a well, responsibility okay, to the and public.
1: I, that. A public I, that. I do hear that, and I, and I also get what you said of Cardi B about the whole fact that she had a double standard. But I, I, I even get that bit more, in fact, but. What if Cardi B was like fuck it? I let my daughter hear this music anyway, so I don't care. Then would See, you then I wouldn't hero? be
3: too bad. Then I'd be like, okay, okay. you're, you're st- like That's I don't it. agree with your music, but at least like you haven't got class all through and through. Do you know what uh, I mean?
2: No, but her thing is like my music is for strippers, strip clubs, and adults, right? Uh-huh. And
3: okay, let's take let's take away Cardi B. Let's put it as a footballer, right?
1: Uh-huh. If a
3: footballer was in a like is a they're a public figure and they were moving mad. Right, and it was caught on video or whatever. Do they not start getting a lot of smoke? Maybe like move, might, might lose some sponsorships. There might be a little red card here. No, it's not. It's your, the same. The same. No, right. it's, it's really not. Public figure, so you should be acting acting accordingly. Okay, it's definitely different no, it's it. different
2: because as a musician, you're trying to express your creativity. And if who you are is making explicit music that is sex orientated, then it should not have to. Radio. Yeah, but then you shouldn't have to change the way you are as a person to appease other people. You should be able to unapologetically be yourself. Now, if you're a footballer and you're doing something mad where you're going out drinking and driving and stuff like that, that's something completely different. as As
1: a footballer, you're representing the club so yeah you're bringing the club name to distribute and stuff like that as and like, that is but, your life okay fine i like, can see why
3: you see it that way because you're a boy and i've literally just used a, a blanket example but my point <laughs> still
1: remains look at mcdonald's right they literally market their food at kids
3: mm-hmm. but their
1: food is unhealthy for kids mm-hmm. so do you are you upset at mcdonald's as well
3: i don't the thing is with mcdonald's model right when did the concept of this becoming unhealthy and health being a con like people being conscious about their health it's
2: always been known just look at it's it's always been known known,
3: but when has been when has health been a thing where the public actually took it seriously I feel like
1: a lot of people took their health seriously for a long time. As an individual,
3: yeah. but the the whole notion of being like sugar tax and all of those things, that's, that's a recent the, development. That,
2: that's to curb like the epidemic of obesity. But from like the seventies, people were being, like people are getting fat because of fast food. Let's try and curb this. So I would say it's been at least fifty years of this. Like you, okay. you, you, you so can you can apply me, the same thing to music. I,
3: I'm I, I'm not upset at McDonald's. But, on, okay. be 100%,
1: but I'm that upset. is the same are thing. Are you upset with Drake?
3: Huh?
1: Are you upset with Drake?
3: What part of what he's doing?
1: Because Drake's got a lot of slackness in his records, and like you know, that's not a good way for, for, for a young man. Or, or young oh my or... days,
2: what's my name? The song with Rihanna. That entire song is talking so... about the 69 position. Like Drake's entire session is literally the square root of... Um,
3: 69 is, is it, eight so. something Like, hold <laughs> <all> on <that laughs> there, 80-something. She knows
2: it, she knows <laughs> it. Because I'm trying to work it out. Uh Like, imagine your daughter, your son or your daughter singing that.
3: Yeah, it'd be wild. I think my I think my issue is probably just with musicians, full stop. Yeah, I
1: it think, I to, think like,
0: it's like, bigger than I I would comedy.
1: say, for me, yeah, right... Yeah, it's one bigger the things, than Cardi party it's musicians, One of the full things stop. that I, I say, like, I, I, even though I do, like, a lot of modern music, right, one of my biggest gaps in modern music, especially with, like, R&B, is that in the nineties a lot of it was said was metaphorical.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So,
1: like they could be talking about the filthiest shit and
2: they definitely were.
1: And Very they were nasty. And they definitely were, but it's a case of it it wasn't actually saying lick this, kiss that, suck that, whatever. It was all metaphorical stuff, right? Yeah. But um nowadays it's all spelled out for, for these young people. So like even from a young age they really do know what's going on and it's not right. So I I get that. But I would also say, like Brandon said, it is an issue of music in general, not
3: uh It's thing. an issue of music in what? general, but I think for me I just have an issue with that level of explicity.
2: So then so then how do you feel about like um your son watching something like Avengers where there's people trying to do genocide or li- like, <laughs> like how how do you feel about that? Should, I feel like that's it's the exact <sighs> same thing. It's teaching, like, mass murder and violence. Like, even Look, Fortnite. I think, we're, I think we're being ridiculous now. I think. Thank
0: you.
1: ridiculous? Again, <laughs> start, <laughs> to be fair, Eminem made this point as well, one of his songs. Like, how can you be mad at me when Arnold Schwarzenegger's in the movie killing all sorts of niggers of a Uzi? He didn't say niggers, he said take care of us, bro. Um, it's like it's true. Like they, we don't really censor movies the same way that we do music. Uh, no, I really think there's an it.
3: element of make believe when it comes to movies, though, isn't it?
2: But that nah nah nah. The no, Avengers no, 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 look wait, mad real.
3: Wait 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 wait. They ain't CGI. I, 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 I see wait, guys. We're gonna bring it
2: back. We're gonna bring it back.
1: We're gonna bring it back, and gonna. It's my last one. Gonna be cry. I also I 100 agree when you say that um people take music more real uh, more seriously than they do with um movies right but I think that's wrong because the same way that um not good first good first makes a true story but the same way The Godfather is complete make believe in terms of it being a, um a fictional story that's not anyone's true account of how the mafia was was actually in America um. The same way that like when a, a dual artist makes a song about shooting or stabbing someone, that can be completely fictional too. You know what I mean? So I started, I, I really don't understand why there's a double standard there. But anyway, as we said, we're going to move on. <laughs> can you give us? Can you tell me why? More of a leak, can you tell me why you like Khaled so much? Khaled, Khaled so much. I feel like so good you said him it twice.
3: Um, I feel like there was like, I'm going to give it. Okay, I feel like there was a level of a a different spirituality level to the music, right? I think it hit me on a spiritual level, except especially like number track number
4: one,
3: Mm. where I was like, all right, cool. Like I hear the level of consciousness on this album. Even that song with Justin Bieber, like sometimes like what did he say life's a bitch, but sometimes she's all right and i was like do you know what i hear that like i just felt a lot of the lyrics <laughs> i felt a lot of it um and but the last one with all the the reggae legends i was like yo that song gets pulled up in the car all the time um, mm-hmm. and it's only been out for a week so i i really love that album
1: i really appreciate her in budger Brandon's voice again though yeah voice is just different man. next next level of gravy
3: yeah, Sizzler, Bereton, Levy. Um, I hope I said his name because okay, right, I always get it wrong. I I yeah, no, I like, haven't heard of
1: him for ages. So and then it one. just
3: brings you back to like, as you know, for me, right? I think because I'm Jamaican as well. Going offside a little bit. Um, when you hear like a Rasta man's voice, and you know the level of consciousness with it. It's mm. just like a level of consciousness that I really appreciate.
1: Mm. 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 I agree, though. Like, mm. like, it's true. Like, even like in life, if someone starts talking to you more often than not, you got to shut up and listen because they just come with gravity to it.
3: Yeah, like I and I, do you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> it's all way <laughs> <going> up there. <laughs> it's
3: true.
1: It's true. <laughs> um. Alright, cool. So, what are you saying, Manny? Uh, no, um... say, man? Oh problem. say before we go to you. Um, Motherly, what did you think is um, your favorite track on the album?
3: Um, it was either number one or number 14. Actually, do you know why I also loved that album? Because as soon as I finished listening to it, I wiggled it back to uh, we the best album. Mm. And listen to like that album, like We Taken Over, Brown Paper Bag Money, that's like a, all of those songs there. And I was like, out. nah, he's too sick. Like I, I just had to appreciate his artistry again.
1: You know, I really didn't see this coming from me today, but that is actually true. He, he will, he, he's been on the run, let's be it that. He puts together good compositions. Like, Literally. The fact that he's not really like a producer or anything like that, too tough. Most of, most of it's him putting people together to work together. Do, do you
3: know, do you, I don't think he's actually ever produced a song that I thought, this is shh, like, not good. I feel like nah, every single song he's done couple. for me. There's he been has been a couple.
1: of the fans' tracks, but it's because of the fact he's trying, to push the, he's trying to push the boat out a bit and just try to, you know what I mean, he's trying to do something different, but generally speaking, I think if he wanted to make an album which is very safe, without anything crazy on there, he could do it, and yeah,
3: I don't know if he's done anything rubbish for me, boys, I'm not going to lie.
1: Maybe you just have poor taste of music, who knows?
3: Yeah, maybe it's different to yours.
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's it's really different, different, okay. The first track is called Thankful and the 14th track is called Where You Come From. Yeah. Um, so the first track's got Lil Wayne and Jamai on it, and the fourteenth track is Pujabad and Capleton and um Sizzler. And I think that's it, right? It's not I it's
2: think... not Sizzler, is it? I
1: thought it was Killer. No Oh but it's bounty killer. Bounty killer. Bounty, killer. Bounty, killer. bounty
3: killer bounty
1: killer Is it Bounty Killer? Yeah Yeah I thought it was Bounty
3: Killer Legends I apologise in advance If you're listening To this <laughs> I'm so sorry But yeah Whoever it was It was sick
1: Yeah it is Bounty yeah, Killer Because you've got the video For it as well So yeah It's definitely Bounty Killer
2: What? There's a video? Yeah, I need to watch well.
3: that I saw the I actually saw the track On Capleton's Instagram Before I listened to the album And that's what drove me To the like album
1: i see i see i see i okay cool um ollie what are you saying
2: um cool so i have have a lot to say about this album but i'll try and be quick so this album felt very soft for a colored album um but not to say it was bad, so I thoroughly enjoyed it from start to finish, with the exception of the Cardi B track as well. I don't know what it was, but something about it just—it just, it just didn't—it just didn't gel right. The beat wasn't right. The content was kind of trash. Yeah. So, um, I really wasn't feeling that track. Um, I didn't like how much he used "Little Baby." But that being said, "Little Baby" didn't really do too bad. So, little
1: Baby's essentially the hottest rapper in the world right now. Yeah,
2: like, yeah. Yeah, I get that. And I, do you know what else? I've realised that he's focused a lot on like the up-and-coming up generation. And I feel like that's why it felt kind of soft to me. Like He did? Yeah, like her. I mean, Bryson tiller has been around for a while. Little Baby. Um, there's a couple tracks where it's older people, like Justin Timberlake. Bridger Banton, Bounty Killer and Drake and stuff, but the majority of it is, like, from the up-and-coming generation. Well,
4: okay. so but that's what's going saying, to happen, though, but...
2: isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'm it's sure. definitely going to happen. You
1: can't, you can't say all the people like Drake and butcher Banton. Like, do you know how much of a... Okay, is two,
3: two
2: okay. Yeah. No, but you know what I mean? It's, like, the last generation, like, okay.
3: legends is the word you're looking for.
2: Okay, yeah, legends, yeah. Because yeah. normally, like, I'm expecting, like, whilst Rick Ross is on it, I'm expecting more Rick Ross. I'm expecting more meat meal. I'm expecting... Even, like, a little thing from, like, Ludacris or even J. Cole or something. I don't know. Like I'm expecting other artists. I,
1: had, I don't think Ludacris has ever done a song with um, DJ Khaled before. Has he has. He has. No, not, in, not in recent years, at least.
2: Maybe not in recent but years, but he definitely 10, has.
1: Maybe 10 years ago. I know, he's done, I know he did, like, what it? We Be The Best. the song called The Big Pussycats? Like, he was on One of them ones. I know that, yeah? Welcome to my hoods.
2: I'm so... Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm well, so
1: hood. I'm, I'm, I'm so hood, so 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 yeah. That's it. I think we can
2: welcome to track like <laughs> <Welcome> <laughs> I'm to that. to so an old track bro. I know I am so hood. That's, that's Jermaine
1: Ludic is on that, the remix for that for sure.
2: And he's on um the other one, uh all I do is win. That's that's maybe like four or five years old. So
1: that's that's all I do is win. Yeah. That's not four or five years ago, that's surely older than that man. no, you can check it out you can check it out.
2: Maybe maybe twenty seventeen. Twenty
1: sixteen
2: at a push. All right, cool. Let's but see. like, I know I say, but well, I expect like these twenty twelve. Jesus, I
1: told you,
3: that's like ten years old, bro. That is nah. literally nine years old.
2: Yeah, okay, but like, I'm sure he's been on a more recent Cali kind of project. But I'm expecting an artist like from that ilk in it. So, okay, right, yeah, he doesn't so- do that. It.
1: it's his albums have the latest and greatest artists It wasn't hot right now. Yeah, but and I think the
2: one before that had like Alicia Keys. She wasn't hot at the time. Yeah, but Alicia Keys has like been hot. Yeah, but I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like there's always But the... do you know,
3: wasn't she doing the whole like no makeup thing? So people she there was quite a bit of traction around her anyway.
2: I don't know. Yeah, and the fact I just remember dead. she was hidden when I heard her. I was like, Oh, Alicia Keys is still alive.
3: <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> right. But I don't know. Like, is this a, is this felt a bit soft? I don't know how to, how else to say it. Like, it just felt soft. Like, it didn't have that same energy in it. Like, I think the biggest track is Body Emotion in terms yeah. of like popularity. That's gonna that's gonna blow up. It will probably be Body Emotion because Greece is mad old, pop mm. stars mad old. So like, outside of that, like you normally have a, a good selection of club bangers, and you have a lot of energy. Whereas this just felt felt more mellow. In comparison, it felt softer. Do
3: you know what? That's why I felt it on a spiritual level.
2: Yeah, so that that makes sense. So not um, not to say it's I bad.
1: That's to do with the fact that he realised that the clubs aren't open right now, so even club bangers maybe isn't.
2: But it this isn't... must have been recording for like two years.
1: No, how's that possible?
2: Because it's got Greece and pop star, and they're like they
3: Greece it. came out last year, no?
2: Yeah, but it wasn't recorded last year. I'm pretty sure it was recorded in nineteen. Even even like,
1: I reckon he's probably just um, asks Drake for a and Drake's so to fuck off, yeah.
2: <laughs> so you sang the old ones yeah, on.
1: yeah, so, Take this and I start.
2: No, nah, I feel like this album was due to come out last year, and then because of everything, he's just like changed it. Like even if you look at his um last album, I think it was called Grateful, mm. and like it the opened. Was
1: Father was sad, and that came out two <laughs> years ago.
0: Yeah, what's, so you know, he's, he's on schedule, for yeah, sure. Came out maybe, what's, what's Grateful? He,
1: grateful he, came out
2: the year before, innit? Yeah. Yeah, so Grateful came out the year before, and what was the album before that? Like, like, I'm sure there was Major Key. That It was like nine or ten months between those two, innit?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. That one's back to Tonight,
2: back. Major Key, was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So this, this one felt like it was meant to come out. To me it felt like it was meant to come out last year and there's been like some last minute changes. Right. And maybe that reflects in the softer tone. But not to say that album's bad, like it's it's still good and it's a vibe, it's just a different sound from Caled. It it caught me by surprise, in it. I expected more energy. Mate, I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna burst all of your bubbles then.
2: I don't but but um, what I will say is that I really enjoyed the album. I loved Sorry Not Sorry, that was the best track
3: I really struggled to listen to that song what not because the song wasn't good yet, <laughs> I swear to you not because the song wasn't good because I'm like okay this song's actually like a banger but it's just like you know when you you know about people's personality yeah. I, I I just think like for me I don't like Nas
1: what? You're going to say you don't like Jay Z? What do you like nah. about Nas?
4: What because do you not like about me. Nas? I'm, I'm, yeah.
1: I am so do you know summer.
3: what? Because the whole like situation with him and Kellys, I know it was years ago, but I'm what like, mm, you're a deadbeat dad, man. Move. How is like, it?
1: Bruv,
2: he is not a deadbeat dad. Nah,
1: man.
3: From you the videos that I watched of Kellys, like sharing her her side of the story,
2: Kellys sounds like, kind of crazy.
3: Yeah, that's me. what we want to do to women, isn't it? put them in the box of crazy, right? That's, no, true. that's she what we is. want to do. Put herself in the box. She was, no, was she I was moving so mad. I'm so no. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't
1: care. Oh, my God. She I don't she care. That's what we want to do. always doubt herself as a crazy-ass woman. That's what she's yeah. No,
3: but, like, let's look at the narrative around women's behavior, yeah. right? Okay. Like, at that time, during that season, men will just put them in the box of crazy no. if they're not being subservient to, the, to a man. I like, let's just... That's the reason why. So, when people are like, oh, yeah, they were crazy... I'm just like, shut up, man. Because I've been put in the box of crazy and I'm not crazy. Don't call me crazy. you, you dumb. sound <laughs> crazy now. I'm joking. I'm
1: joking. <laughs> but no, there's like, I do know what you're saying. there's
2: okay. a song on Naz's album, yeah. Um, I think it's called Street Disciples. Uh-huh. That's when they were first married. And he's literally telling a story about when they first got together and how wild she was moving. Now, if what he is saying is gospel and she's on the track, so I'm guessing it is gospel, she's been crazy for a minute. not not crazy, not crazy. Sorry, that's rude to say. Not crazy, but she has been an aggressor, and she is she has irrational actions.
3: Yeah, but I I believe that. But also, and I'm not taking that away. But I'm just saying some of the things that she was saying about like with their child and stuff. Well, it sounds like
2: it sounds like she was keeping him from keeping the child from him.
3: That's what men always say, though, isn't it? So, uh, when people are not doing their bit. I guess people like use women use children as a weapon. Men don't pull their weight and want to scream. Are oh, the woman's using the child as a weapon? I don't know the intricate details, but what I do know is I think men should be going head over heels, and they should be moving mad if they want to look after their child. Nah, no,
2: there's only so much you can do before you look insane.
3: Who cares if you look insane? That's your you. Go and get your ute.
2: Yeah, but there's there's only so much you can do because if you're constantly being aggressive to your to your towards your baby's dad. I mean, baby's mom. Sorry, like she's saying, no, go away. And you're being aggressive and constantly trying to go at it. It's just gonna harm. Do you know what your child's like view? Of we're you.
3: going. Or your child can even see my dad is crazy, always coming to look for me and try and get me, or my dad, or not seeing their dad and saying my dad is absent.
1: I would say that my dad like, is a deadbeat. I feel like I feel like without striking us to off, off topic too much, right? I would say that I can see both sides. Uh, and I always think to myself that it would be different for each child how they how they process it because some children will see it as, Yeah, my dad's really trying to see me and I really appreciate that and it's my mum that's being um unreasonable. Mad. And some will see it as um as my dad just doesn't care, that's why he doesn't bother at all. Yeah. And obviously yeah. the kid very rarely actually has the full picture, because the full picture lies somewhere between what the mom says and the dad says, anyway. But uh, but then,
0: as the kid grows up, they'll find out the truth. Do you they know, will, uh, I think then, come to come out the limelight.
1: At the same time, as well, um they if you've already grown up with a with an opinion formed based on what you've experienced, or what you from your perceived what you perceived as a child, then it could already just ruin the relationships that you would might have had of your mum or your dad. But yeah, um, and one more thing I want to say not that the baby daddy podcast. If you no, want to hear there's me. one more thing that I want to say. There's one more <laughs> thing that I want to say,
2: and this 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 pertains. this like links to back to the review in a way. But we can just say, look at how he's treated his daughter Destiny, and he had similar baby mother drama, and he's always been in her life from what I've seen online, and he's been doing the right thing, and I believe he's put his masters or his most recent albums in his children's name.
0: And that's pretty much all you can ask for, man. Like, this guy's doing a lot, changing the game, invested. Like, all his kids are taken care of yeah. right now. You so, know you, I mean? you like, can't
2: call him Debbie because he's...
3: No, no, but I mean, just, I think for me, because I watched that video and I was like, oh my gosh, sis. Yeah. I, it's a really, for, I really struggled. So, it's have you formulated your opinion from one, from one like, thing? Sorry,
1: sorry, sorry. How did you guys feel about um, BJ Khaled um, putting Allah as one executive producer for his album did you feel like that was oh like okay wait wait mindset. let me finish off my review let me finish we, off my review no no we're not we, we moved on now
2: no I want no, no, to finish off my review no I want to finish off my anyway so Sorry Not Sorry phenomenal song I loved it and Justin Timberlake came after and was it me or did Justin Timberlake sound extremely flat void of any life and emotion and his singing was just subpar was, was that Justin just me? mate.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah. Hmm. So, um,
0: That was a bot, mate. What are you talking about? That bot was better than his pr- the
2: albums we've been reviewing. It was a good song, but it didn't have the same energy and soul that I expect from Justin Timberlake.
0: What do you expect from Justin Bieber these days, anyway? No, not Bieber. Bieber. Justin, not Bieber, Timberlake. Timberlake. Oh, uh, yeah, that song was shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Justin Bieber performed well. Just, Bryce and Taylor done amazing. He heard on amazing. Meat Mill. That's the last thing I want to talk about. Meat Mill. I'm tired of him shouting in my ear, bruv. He ruined that song. He ruined it. Yeah. But yeah,
0: Meat Mill and Justin Timberlake didn't need to be on this album.
2: Justin Timberlake's song was good. It was just it just like wasn't impressive. I liked them more. But yeah, Meat Meat Mill's just like can you just talk softly for once? He's always shouting, bro. Leaving my eardrums bleeding. Anyway. I really enjoyed the album despite my many criticisms. It was good. It was just a different sound. The I worst
1: see... bit about Meek Mill shouting right is on the, is on the um, Lemon Pepper freestyle, which he dropped last week. Like for the most part, everyone that's rapped on it has been like kind of laid back and like you know subtle, subtle boasts, if you like, right? And Meek's just shouting again. I don't know what's wrong with him, man. He's got he's got something wrong with him where he can't stop shouting. But yeah,
2: he's got one song called Ready or Not, yeah um on so one of the Dream Chasers mixtapes and he's not shouting and when I tell you that song is amazing. It's amazing. But yeah. I won't talk about Meek. Uh cool. So are we gonna
0: let Matt get his um his uh, other credit off, and then I can give my review. Go on, Matt.
1: Yeah, go for it. <laughs> I would try to move
0: it on because that
1: conversation <laughs> was, was we were just going into a grave there. Um, go on, Manny. You, you, see your
0: oh my days, this album. Oh, colored, colored. I'm in a uh, more Valise camp as well. I really enjoy this album. You know what? Yeah, I knew I was going to get gripped as soon as. I tuned in, I think, yeah, I forget where I was, but tuned into this album, first track, you get the reintroduction of Jeremiah after everything he's gone through in the last year to have, like, that fitting song, Thankful, and, like, I don't know, I got a bit emotional listening to that. Did you guys feel any feeling when you listened to that?
3: No. Spelt it on a spiritual level.
2: Nah, yeah. I, I, I didn't get emotional, but well, it was you know, it was a vibe.
0: It was a vibe. You know he's about to die, right? Of that COVID, of COVID, no.
2: Oh, I forgot about that.
0: Exactly. Man. Oh my
2: Jeez. days! Oh, what? that just hit a whole new level. Oh, Jeez.
0: see, you're not—you you, don't—you're not listening to the thing of context. That's why you're not.
2: Oh, my. And I was analyzing Liz, I listened to the album like six times.
0: Yeah, you missed the pivotal point. Like, that's why having him starting that off was like probably like a, a, a masterstroke from Khalid. Um, bringing together Little Baby, Little Dirk. I'm starting to fall into that camp now where I'm saying, like, I feel like Little Baby is probably the next Drake. Yeah, do you, like I need to be convinced maybe by another album,
1: I don't think. Like but can can you, can you clarify what you mean by Bring the next Drake, please? Like uh, right, I
0: just don't feel like I don't feel like he misses often. Do you know what I mean? I feel um, like his, his songs death, always hit,
2: and he spun Drake nah. the other day. You no. span him differently. I, I don't
1: well, think the music he makes is anywhere near the level of music that Drake's made throughout the years. When you look at Drake's albums, but like,
0: Drake's got but, Drake's uh, got catalogues uh, behind him, so I feel I, like that's why he's in the. Next... When
1: you're saying he's the next Drake then surely yeah. he should be making the quality of music that Drake was making at the beginning of his career then. And, he's and not, I think he has. Uh, he's definitely
0: made impactful singles. The quality is
2: no, like, said, Drake was mad varied. That's Drake
1: that's was also, mad varied. I ask you to clarify. If, if you talk about impact, then sure. But if you're about the quality of music, then no. And you can't say it's a, it's a generational thing because there are young artists that make incredible music. But I don't think Lil Baby or does Dave. that and and. Uh, well,
0: Yeah, if you don't feel like there's quality there, that's your opinion. I feel like a music quality.
1: Do you think Lil Baby's going to go up there one day as being one of the greatest rappers of all time?
0: At this moment in time, if you're looking at his potential, he he can possibly be that. But let's see what he does. I'm just saying he has the potential to be the next Drake as he's performing now.
1: Impact wise, sales numbers wise, popularity wise, I, I, I agree with you that could happen. But I, so far, I think he's released two projects. Yeah, um, so like, it's like, I think he's on two mixtapes and one album. And um, I don't think any of them has hit the level of Drake's worst projects in in terms of quality. In terms of impact, then sure, he has. It. Everyone loves Little Baby and his, his shit sells like crazy. And I wasn't even trying there, man. I'm not even a rapper. But it's still around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's bad
0: when no no one even caught
2: the rhyme yeah it was just so over your head
0: like. yeah, yeah. right? yeah anyway cool so i thought that yeah that collab was dope um i hope Lil little dirt by zoe block um changed it to community center or something like that uh big paper cardi b i know she got songwriters in that but she came i know uh Lee doesn't like Cardi B, but come on, man. She came full chested on this track. She was shitting on these. You know what I'm saying? She was shitting on her haters on this one. Followed by her husband and her. I wasn't feeling that we're going crazy track too tough. Um, Megan the Stallion, The Baby. Yeah, that was all right. Let Go Justin Bieber. This kind of had that Peaches vibe as well. Body Emotion was all right um again featuring little baby yeah i thought that was all right uh pop star yeah pretty dope we've heard it before and then i think towards the end it started um teetering down a bit in terms of like the impactfulness of the album um like this is my year was good. I able a, a boogie with a hoodie. I think is dope. Um, and to cream off that single, you had Rick Ross. Oh, did you hear that disrespectful? Sorry, did you read that disrespectful tweet? Um, that was put towards uh, Big Sean this week. By the way,
1: about who's the worst rapper alive and why is it Big Sean? Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, say that again. Someone
1: tweeted, "Who's the worst rapper alive, and why is it Big Sean?"
3: Oh no! And I, it, yeah, yeah, I yeah. was gonna
1: like interact with it. I was gonna like like reply whatever.
2: Big Sean defense but, like,
1: league. No point. No, the thing is that with me, like with Big Sean, right? I am. I always say he's one of my favorite rappers, right? Because I I relate to a lot of the stuff he raps about, but. I would also say his albums don't always land the way they should, and that is a frustration. But it's impossible to say he's the worst rapper alive. when most times, when he's just a guest verse or like that, he spins people. He spins most people that he raps with, raps alongside, including Kendrick Lamar. No,
2: yeah, I knew
1: no. I knew he was going to say that. I knew he was gonna jump in there. No, I knew he was going to say that. I gonna, knew he was going to say that. But anyway, he, he's, he's done it multiple times. Never and um, I just don't understand if people say he's the worst rapper of life but anyway Manny did you finish your review? I wasn't it-
0: no oh, so I was it- just it- getting stopped into stopped sorry not sorry right um, what did you say Matt? it got to
1: while I stopped listening Can you get back out about how good little baby is I was like <laughs> oh okay, <all> right, okay. <laughs>
0: night 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 uh, anyway so <laughs> sorry not sorry was like, you love baby <laughs> Sorry, go Wait, on. did you say you love little babies? Sorry, not
1: sorry that you love little babies. Uh, yeah,
0: go on. Okay, cool. Go on. Anyway, so sorry, not sorry. That was a bus track. Like you hearing about like Nas reflecting as like the crypto, uh, crypto Scarface after his successful IPO. Pretty dope. Jay Z coming off the title sale again. Pretty dope. Black Kings, we, we salute you guys. Um, and yeah, the rest of the album was all right. Like, obviously, the outro is dope as well. One thing I was looking at the outro and seeing all these legends, and I was thinking to myself, where's Khalid Keep and Mavado? Like, isn't he.
2: Uh, yeah, he was missing from this, man. Diverse? I was a bit upset it wasn't on it.
3: I don't think Mavado belonged on that Where We Come From track, though.
0: Yeah, for sure. But I mean like where's Khaled hiding him though? There's, he's like one of his eyes.
2: There's normally a banging Mavardo track on the Khaled album list, That's recently. True. And it's like normally the best track on the album. And I was I think
1: Mavardo would have sat just fine on that track to be honest with you. I mean, Mavardo does the more like calm relaxed tracks. He's very good mm. as well. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so I I, I know, but I just I, f- I feel like the legendary on that 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 track a generation
1: he, before him yeah like he's
3: as not as there as yet as does that know. make sense no yeah. oh, no that, that yeah. generation
1: that's the 90s generation like really you know yeah it? So and the, sp- early 90s the spiritual
3: it, so. level of their music in their like their time because i still listen to that kind of stuff in that it that consciousness on it i don't think mavado can Is that again
1: i think that the time when they were out that's you at the peak of dancehall for me
3: yeah and mavado i don't think he can sit there just yet
1: no, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that.
0: Cool, fair. Um, so, yeah, that's my review done. Um, my favourite track is Thankful. It's got to be followed by a Big Paper. I'm sorry, Cardi B that track?
1: Okay, okay. So, now I'll ask that question again, though. How do you guys feel about um, Khalid naming Allah as one of his executive producers?
2: I'm okay with it.
3: I hear it.
0: A lot of people say like they give God the glory, but they never actually want to give him a cut of the of the uh, fees. You know, I I don't think Allah's getting a cut. You know, I don't know.
1: I don't think he's. I mean,
3: Allah could definitely be getting his cut during Ramadan.
1: Uh, Yeah, well, yeah, okay, but he's not going to be receiving it in dollars. Let's put it that way.
3: Unless he's given to Muslim charity to do the work of Allah. Uh, Yeah,
1: who knows? Who knows? He hasn't disclosed that information, but maybe he is. Um. One thing I do understand, though, is how does he how does he live as a Muslim, but he's talking about Rastafari and Jah and all that all the time. I'm a bit confused by that.
3: Okay, I completely get it. You get it? Yeah, because you know I'm a spiritual babe, innit? Yeah. So, I completely, the way I see life, and I don't want to go off too much, but the way I see life is, like, Rastafarism, Rastafarianism is a way of life.
1: Yeah. Like Does that make
3: sense? Yes, yeah, so a way of life, but then having your your source, which for me is God in the Christian faith, hmm. they're not conflicting; they're complementary. Hmm, Okay. Does that make sense? So that I don't believe in.
1: I don't know. I don't know if 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 it's widely accepted, but what you're saying makes sense, though.
3: Yeah, I don't believe in some of the doctrines in the church. What you lot want to do every day in the church? In the building of the church and in the whatever you want to call your church group, that's your business. But me, the way I'm going to live my life is by certain principles. And sometimes they just happen to fall into the Rastafarian way of life. So okay. I get hit. Yeah.
1: So in another life, you're you're a dreadlocks Rasta?
3: Listen, <laughs> if my head didn't break <laughs> so often, I'd be a dreadlock Rasta right now.
1: <laughs> no more. I respect that. I respect that.
3: Okay. But I do
1: like a or 2 in it, so we're here today. <laughs> <laughs> you have to invest it in a in a in a roster, in a nice <laughs> you, can do it, you can do it. Everyone's wearing like what faux luxe right now anyway, so you know you fit in anyway. Exactly. Um, my view on the album. My thought it was a decent album. But I didn't think it was amazing. I'm gonna keep it short, by the way. I didn't think it was an amazing album. But it was decent. I didn't like maybe three or four tracks, maybe even more than that actually. But the main one that I did like was Sorry Not Sorry, I thought that was incredible as a track, both rappers delivered. Um, I really appreciate Nas's verse from, I, I like the word play in it and I really appreciate what he was talking about because he's talking about something that I'm doing at the moment which is the cryptocurrency trading and we'll talk about how much he invade, invades, invests in firms in like Silicon Valley and it's a fact, he really did. He made a lot of money off that he really made more money off his investment work than he did off music. I'm not hundred percent sure if that's true, but it's likely. Um so yeah, it was it was a good a good really good song. And something that's really bugging me is that a lot of people are saying that Jay-Z spun NAS on that sorry not sorry track. And for me that's absolutely wasn't the case. That was NAS was on fire throughout. So yeah, um, yeah, that's
0: I, didn't, I didn't get his B lyrics. He was like, one is, is that one B, B, two
1: B. B, uh, that's three B, then, uh, the other B. I'm like, okay, hey.
2: So, from my yeah. understanding, um, <laughs> he's about talking billions. about billions, obviously. Yeah. So, one yes. billion is him, another okay. billion is Beyonce, okay. but then there's two beats, everybody pauses, that's okay. a double B. And then you can't forget about the other B, Beyonce,
1: yeah. and then that and that's better than what Nas did. Like, yeah, was, no really, like, Nah, it. but he he dropped a couple. Yeah, he dropped a
2: yeah. double entendre at the end about the yeah. like not skipping mills. Yeah. Mills and mills or mills and millions. Like yeah. he just had a unprecedented. I, I, think it's, it's, I don't it's, know it, it the was it was good bragging raps. It was,
1: was, was, was so long, long, and the way he's there's all demeaning in the video as well. It just looked really chilled and laid back, like you've got this and. Um, I think it was a good verse, but it was not better than Nas's, especially when you break down what Nas was saying, it actually like made a lot of sense and it's very current, like right now, Dogecoin is going crazy and making people lots of money and like, you know, I'm probably going to retire early because of this shit, <laughs> <laughs> I wish, um, but yeah, his, his stuff was a lot more relatable than what Jay-Z was saying. But then Jay was talking
2: about stuff like angel investments and stuff like that. Like they're both yeah, talking that's stuff.
1: He's shit with his investments as well. So I don't want to <laughs> hear what he's talking about you know, investments. I know if they get with like, oh, I own Brooklyn Knicks, whatever Brooklyn Nets, sorry. And um, it turned out that his his share was like zero point one percent or some bullshit like that. Like, come on, man. Anyway, um, yeah. So for me, yeah, I said, our well, album best track was Sorry, Not Sorry. And I'm gonna start off the ratings by saying it's three S. Um, Just to
3: confirm that's three out of five.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oof. So average. Bad, yeah.
0: yeah. Average. Not bad. Not amazing Because yeah. He gave TI's last album a masterpiece by the way. And that was shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <That was> shit. <laughs> Manny, you are actually fucked to the head, man.
0: You're no, on. I'm, just, I'm just as fucked in the head as you,
1: mate. <laughs> you know not, because you really think that T.I.'s album was shit. It, it was... definitely wasn't
2: it, Like, right, I'm, I'm going to give my rating we, next.
1: We, we revised those Guys, numbers,
2: man. Let's, let's not go back into this Guys, TI, T.I. thing. No, God, no, 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 no. I'm drawing a line in the sand here. Oh my my favourite song was Sorry Not Sorry, same as Matt, and I'm giving it a strong four.
1: You give the album a
2: strong four.
3: Yeah, my favorite song is oh I don't know. My can I give my three favorite songs or just just it one?
1: Just <laughs> the one.
3: It might have to be thankful.
1: Yeah, thankful. Um,
3: and good I'm track. giving it a four, um, just because of that cardi B issue that I had.
1: Fair enough. Manny, cool. what are you saying? you gonna give it a five?
0: I want to. I want you to. Do it, do it, bro. Hold do on, it. Hold on, hold on, hold on.
1: You
2: absolutely
0: stop. Crack not, crack let me crack, let don't me line.
1: You 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 lines, start. You do lines of coke, and then you, then you, you coke on a spoon. The, the crack on a spoon. Coke boys.
0: Okay. Right, here we go. <laughs> so I want to give it a five, but it's not there yet. Like because there are a few tracks in this album that are spectacular, but there are some that are meh. And if he had that consistency of like excellent from the beginning to the end, then of course it'll be five. But it's a four, borderline in five. But it's a four more than a five, so it's a four. So
3: four point five, yeah. No, four
0: point four. Okay.
2: (laughs) Four point four nine.
0: No, four point four four.
1: 444. If oh. anyone listening that runs a music podcast or anything related, like, you know, current affairs, and they're looking for someone to join their podcast, like, let me know, because I'm clearly surrounded by people that they have a clue about good music. So, yeah, please let, let me know, guys. Reach out to me. Wait,
0: Matt just wants... <laughs> Matt, Matt wants a podcast where everyone can just agree with Matt. That's what he wants. You have to be challenged, right? Because we're all he- critical thinkers, as we discussed earlier.
1: Obviously, someone that doesn't like figure DJ Khaled's album is anywhere near five. That's all I'm asking for, guys. <laughs> if you if are you, like that, let me know <laughs> immediately. There's no there's no notice period to her.
2: Right. Um. What shall we dig into next? We've got
0: <laughs> RV album. Let's
2: talk about the album that's coming out in two weeks' time. A week, bro. It's a week next Friday.
1: What album is it, then?
2: Jermaine is back, baby. Is this thing on? J. Cole is dropping the off-season next Friday. And the album art, it looks crazy. I know he's about to spaz. I know he's about to spaz. So... I'm looking forward to this, man. I'm literally going to spend the entire weekend blasting this album. I'm going to play in every setting. I'm going to analyse the lyrics. It's a five already. My standout song is the album. have used done. Like, I'm excited for this, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, yeah, uh, it's a five already. And the, and the best track is either going to be track one or track two. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Honestly, he's been dropping fives ever since Forest Hill Drives. I don't want to hear no arguments here. For your I, eyes, only was a five. That
1: he, he's been spinning everyone on their own tracks as well for the past couple of years too. So When he I, does I, I feature. Just, I, I just can't. I can't wait for this to drop. It's going to be crazy. Manny's going to be like, oh, it's like a two. <laughs> 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 Matt, me and you are warring today. Yeah? <laughs> <I like it. laughs> Don't worry, man. What really is going to be like, you know what? Like, I did like it, but like, I can't really turn up to it. So it's not really my thing.
3: Do you know what? I'm actually looking forward to it as well. well
1: okay. I am. That's good. That's good.
3: So I'm going to um, go ahead and get with three. No, I'm checking. <laughs> um, I'm really looking forward to it, though.
1: Uh, cool, so that's, that's one bit of news. The other news is that um, TDE, Top Dark Entertainment, home of King Kenny, Kung Fu Kenny, even, um, Schoolboy Q, Scissor, and Asaya Rashad. There's an album dropping. Absol,
2: J Rock as well.
1: Can't forget okay. those, man. I can't forget those two other members of the. Um, What's it called again? Young Hippie sign up. Black Hippie. Black Hippies, yeah. But they never released the album, did they? That's annoying that that never happened. Anyway, um... That could be the album. Yes, it's really not going to be the album, is it? But yeah, no. they've got a, a release coming out, so everyone's thinking who is it. Is it Kendrick? Is it um Schoolboy Q? Is it someone else? I think Ollie, you said it's going to be a cyber shop?
2: Yeah, that's that's what i am be reading online. Apparently some guy put some clues together and it turned out to be him. Um... Ready enough. I'm not upset. I'd actually be. I'm actually looking forward to that now. It could be anyone from TDE, and I'd be looking forward to it. Especially Scissor. Hmm, not Zakari. If it was Zakari
1: I'd be night, But ah, uh, yeah. Even wasn't Reason. Like... Even though Reason's last Reason's album wasn't crazy. that great. Reason's album was crazy, but you guys just don't know. It
2: wasn't. It's it wasn't as good as his previous album.
1: Okay, um, let's not get stuck on that one again. But, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to whoever comes out on that. Um, What else is going on? Will Smith is fat, apparently. (laughs) Is that right, guys? Did he put on weight? Did he start putting up videos about him being fat?
0: If Will Smith is fat, then I'm I'm just a circle.
1: (laughs) Apparently he's he's going to be starting a YouTube series on his weight loss journey, but in reality he's just going to be getting ripped. So I'm probably getting ready for a role that we're not aware of yet. But that is what he's doing. Um, Jake's out here breaking up marriages. No, it wasn't even married. There was a, it was an eight-year um engagement, wasn't it?
0: Jake is just the certified lover boy.
1: Not his fault. He told y'all. Yeah, yeah. As R. Kelly said, no. don't leave your girl around me. But
0: then, apparently, I was reading I think she's online and stuff. A child, yeah. okay. <laughs> oh wow, oh, dear. Um, that that just threw me with the R. Kelly reference and the kids. Um, what was I going to say? <laughs> wow. Okay, so this guy was engaged for eight years to this girl. So apparently, if you're engaged for eight years, then that's just the disrespect. Anyway, you might as well be single, right?
3: Facts, big facts.
1: No, you can't say that. The reason why I say that, or I, the reason why I say you can't say that, yeah, is because what if the reason why they were engaged for so long is because they wanted to have a very special wedding, and they weren't able to afford it yet. No,
3: it's not good enough. <laughs>
1: yeah. You really have a hard bargain, don't you? Like honestly, what if the guy is like you I know, told you, bro? It's thing, on or off big wedding. No,
3: nah, because you know what, a like, wedding, yeah, is not just the the party that everybody comes to. There's also the registry that you have to do, right? Yeah. So I
1: even if you didn't...
3: Yeah, even if you didn't, well, you wanted like this really fantastic of... wedding, just I go, I go registry.
1: A lot of people want to do the whole thing together. Package it up.
3: What, for eight years? We're going to yeah. wait how much? Well, no. clearly
1: she didn't wait. She waited for the, for the multi-millionaire to sit on it.
3: I hear that, boy.
1: <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> <laughs> I do hear it. You're like, that could
3: have be me. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do hear it. I just feel yeah, like eight years is a wild like eight years is a very long time to just be engaged to someone Mm. again whatever people choose to do with their lives none of my business but for me eight years sitting down waiting for you no there's there's too much going on in that relationship that we don't know about and i think this little breakup thing is a minor situation or it was a long time coming but oh, that guy,
1: Someone was coming, it was probably her. So that <laughs> guy, that guy, uh,
0: ultimate, like, cat, um, so, uh, what's the word? Uh, clout chase. How can you use your engagement as the clout chase? Like, no one knew of this guy. Surely this situation is hard enough. Like, you don't need to come out and put out this public statement, do you know what I mean? Like, I think he's done that for the clout chase.
1: Nah, I think he's just a bitch Maybe he's just hurt. If yeah, I think he's pip- just If hurt. someone pipes a girl right, you need to just like keep it 100 and just don't say nothing, and keep moving on your life. Obviously, you drop her out, but it's keep moving on your life. Why are you gonna out that? Oh yeah, Drake piped my woman. Like why? Why? Why?
3: Because he's hurt.
1: That's, no, that's dead. Like honestly, if, if a girl ever hurt me like that, believe me, no one's gonna know. No, because you've got shame. I've got self-respect and dignity that's why mm. yeah, Drake would know <laughs> well, that's <between laughs>
3: that,
1: but then that's fine it would, be, it would be between me and him it's not going to ever be a case of me him and the world No. <laughs> until
0: until he drops that lyric that one lyric <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that would be start, your favourite so, so I was hiding
2: it, infidelity from you I was hiding it from the world or some nonsense like that bruv
1: nah he won't do that he'll just be like that time when I fuck whatever in the studio and then people will be like ah. Oh. Is it she, the girl that was engaged to that guy, and whatever? Were, like, super fans will cut the dots, and gonna be trending on Twitter for like about two days or something like that. And you see Matt's yeah. face on the timeline everywhere. <laughs> but then, if at least if I did it that way, it would make it. It would look. It would reflect better on me because it'd be one of those things that one. I I ended it with a girl, and two, I wasn't a bitch. I was crying about it all over social media. Fuck you it,
2: kept man. it a hundred. By that point,
1: I probably moved on to someone else as well. So it's all good. Anyway, is it
2: though? Speaking of. uh Popping other person's chicks. Don't so you want to talk about your boy in my stack?
1: Oh my god! So I don't understand you. this one. Can we use a bit more palatable
3: language? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? It's
2: only because Match and Max energy, and I thought it was going to segue into it. But um
1: honestly, I just don't understand how this 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 concept comes around, right? This whole thing about you being so loyal to your boy that you let him smash your missus. I don't, I just don't get it. But I saw Moistak saying that he let his friend smash his missus because he went to war with him. Is that fact, some you know, sort of
2: high-level high, high level cuckolding? Well, like, would you class it as that?
1: I class it as no one's ever attacked my wife. Like, I know that much. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, only if... really good friends. Many were really good friends, but... Never, ever. What if no. I was dying? Then die, motherfucker. The me. I suffered to do it? Like,
2: I'm going to die in a week, but I need to bust one more nut.
1: I, uh, I think this is where we
0: turn into the misogyny podcast because it kind of, like, takes... The, why doesn't the woman get a say... Uh, like this oh, I, I'm saying the woman's you it want to have sex with your friend, like that. Do you know that what I'm is saying? a like... big comment
1: to make about the most stuck thing? But he's saying that's what he did. So not about making yeah. Suggestions, so don't, don't try that one, manny. <laughs> we're
2: talking <laughs> yeah, about in this one we scenario. What he said. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're, we're not digging deep into this like that.
1: Oh my God, this guy trying to make out <laughs> answer. What's your name? Get <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh,
0: out. Anyway. What do you
3: think? The concept is wild. Agreed. I'm literally sitting Agreed. here thinking, as a woman, if my man said to me, hey, honey, like, can you just go and, yeah. go and knock one out with Tom? Like, yeah, what? Sorry.
1: He's just coming in for a bit, like, you know, give him a 10-minute session.
3: <laughs> that is crazy.
0: Well, how and... would a guy even try to put that to you in a way that could be convincing I don't. I don't even think there is a way, right?
3: I. I just feel like some. Some that's in that statement he made. There's some sort something's factually incorrect because it doesn't even make sense to me.
1: It might be a song lyric, yeah, but all I know is that there are many women that would do that for their guys. Yeah, that's a fact. but like, that's why pimping's allowed. Allowed. That's what people Pimpin happens. Pimping happens because women will do that for their men. And quite often, it's because they believe they're in a relationship with the man, and that's what the man needs to happen at a period of time when she's doing that for his, for his sake or whatever. Huh?
3: Say that again.
1: I said that women get pimped by men all the time. And no, sometimes but... they think that by them sleeping with someone else, they're doing it for the sake of their partner.
3: I Can you just make that make sense to me? Because I don't understand the brain because process. you or...
1: are not that type of woman, but there are plenty of women that are like
3: that. Okay, fair enough. Let's just leave it at that then. Draw the line in the sand <laughs> like there, the it? same way
1: there's some men that would go on Instagram and cry about a millionaire sleeping with their partner. You
3: okay. Know,
1: same thing. Everyone's different, but some women are like that.
3: Because I definitely just feel like, are you like, no? Nah. I don't even know how to put it into words, to be honest. Yeah, no. Nah.
1: But then saying that though, it's, it's good back to that old those old like playground conversations. Would you do this if like you get ten million pounds, or would you do this if you could like save your mum or whatever, save your dad from dying, whatever? Right. She, her sleeping with Drake probably has got her uh, like a big bag. Let's put it out there. I know that sounds wrong, but it's probably true as well.
3: When remember when I said eight years, something's probably going on. Hmm.
1: This
3: is it. I need to one she, of the things. <laughs> if it was just like, what, well, eight years, nothing's happening. You're broke. you this is all done out, and I'm still your fiance. Later, let me go to Drake and like just live my life and be yeah, happy.
1: You probably did. They probably they probably had like a two week like. Love affair. Then Jake was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, um, I'm going back to um Toronto now." And she's like, "Okay, so what time are we flying?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm going back to Toronto now."
3: I know we speak French in Canada, (laughs) but I'm not talking about we, we. (laughs) (laughs)
1: You go back to now. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. This it's it's different, and I know for Jake as well. Like the way he moves. Around, I know that he's someone that would just come into contact with women, and things will pop off really quickly. Like even when he talks about how he, um, how his son came about, he met his, he met the man two times, he slept with him two occasions, and then the the kid popped up. So like he it doesn't take a lot for him to get what he wants, and that's not surprising.
3: So he was barebacking a stranger, mad.
1: It must have felt good, didn't it? Mad. Or maybe the condom burst. Who knows? Mm. Anyway, what's next? What we what's the next topic?
0: We have got we got bad albums to go through. We let's do, just you look know, at. Two I, feel like, I feel like we only really
1: got time for one more because there's, there's another debate that we need to have, and that one's going to take up right. a lot of time. Alright, cool.
0: So let's go for RV because RV was probably RV? the biggest draw. Oh we wait, actually, or Money Bag, yo. i would
1: rather do RV to be honest with you, but okay, see cool. What RV. you guys saying? RV or Money Bag?
2: I say we can quickly breeze through the both of them. Okay,
0: cool. Okay, I'll quickly breeze through R V. So R V really enjoyed the album. Rico Von Delhi. Um, some intrus like it, it wasn't super introspective, but like you could tell that he's been through the struggle, he's been through war. Um there was a mashup of different sort of sounds. My best favourite song of the album, Moonwalk Slide, featuring Chipmunk and Backroad G. At this moment in time, having Backroad G on your on any single is like a recipe for success, because this guy is just hard. Do you guys like Backroad G, by the way? No,
2: not particularly. Oh, yeah,
1: he, I do like some him. of the stuff he does, but sometimes it's just like, uh, relax when calm down. It's a bit like a meet and more situation. <laughs>
0: I like energy music and he gives me that, that energy vibe, you know what I mean so, um, yeah that's it really you should that's my rap.
1: that would be good for you,
0: nah, I don't like techno but that's I energy
1: like music.
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> I can just see Manny bump into that my BPM, bro <laughs> <laughs> straight like <blank> going on, <laughs> and then suddenly a red ball pops <laughs> from the ceiling. <laughs> what, what, what am
0: no,
1: no. Why am I pictured? Why am I pictured? Funny thing
0: food? is, we, we all went to in white, in white chicks. We all we all, we all went to <laughs> Brighton University, right? And the thing is, we go there will be nights out where you go and then the music
1: just changes, like digital club. Yeah. Digital had those mad him, sets. Yeah. But it wasn't really house music. They were playing not house music. Um, was it wasn't really um, dance music or trance music or techno. It was music it music was literally like, just terrible, bro. bass, brother, bass yeah. attacking your chest,
2: yeah. like you couldn't breathe for the that half an hour set.
1: Like Whatever. Anyway,
3: are you guys talking about t- 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 kind of music? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh that song's a banger though <laughs> that song is a tune i know what you're singing that's a tune oh my
2: god i can't do it i can't do it. I Guys, we are. Let uh, me I'm I'm do my review real quick. Um, there was a theme for the
1: albums that I listened to Wait, this week. I say, man, he's being quiet because of the fact that he's speaking. Yeah, that's my jam. I like, yeah, I was like, I
0: was laughing. I was
1: actually, I was actually impressed.
0: You actually did that. Was that was that you? Man? That was me. Was like, oh shit, that
2: was good. No, oh, thank you, man. Thank you. Um, yeah. So, like, I listened to this album last week. I think. And the first listen, I was just like, yeah, it's, it's all right. It's not good. But do you know what? There's a couple albums this week that I listened to repeatedly and I actually absorbed them. So sometimes albums, they hit me straight away. Sometimes they don't. And this is one of them albums where it was like a slow burner. I actually enjoyed it quite a lot. Um, I didn't like the track with Chip and the other guy. Um, Chip's part was fine. RV's part was fine. But the rest of it just didn't. I felt assaulted. I don't know, I'm feeling kind of soft right now.
0: So that just means you don't like back road because chips Up part was fun.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty much that. <laughs> well you that I, I did say it earlier, but um yeah, the album was good. Like the, the content wasn't amazing, but he had some funny funny like some funny bars in it that were just interesting to hear. Made me chuckle this morning. So um yeah, I, I enjoyed it. My favourite track is the one with Hedy. I really like that track. I think it's called Back to Back. Yeah, Back to Back. That that was a really good track. In fact, that stretch from Billet, which is track five, all the way up until track 11 with Rams, I thought that was a really good stretch, really good stuff. And then the outro is really good as well. So it was a good album for me, um, from my perspective. I'm going to listen to it again and again. It's going to stay in rotation.
1: Cool. So, for me, um, I quite enjoyed the album. I thought that um, RV's, R.V.'s a decent rapper. I feel like maybe he doesn't get as much like commercial success as he deserves. Um, the, I've actually listened to the album whilst watching the videos on YouTube. He actually put, he made a video for every single track, and the one that really got me, which one I thought was hilarious, was "Steady." the really video said these jokes and like, he's, got a, he's got a line in there about the girls um, nether regions being so wet that he has to mop it up right and in the video he literally has a mop bucket there with the mop and the girls start like, leaking into it like, like that's, that's mad sorry?
2: <laughs> wow
1: you watch the video I'll send you a link it's actually proper jokes but it's like oh, it's done in a comical way so it's not like it's not um, distasteful as well that way okay um, in terms of, in terms of um, songs, which I really liked, Drip Sensei with Frosty was excellent. I also really liked um, Back to Back with Hedy. Hedy's just a sick rapper. Any any song he's on, he usually kills it. Um, so yeah, my standout song was Drip Sensei. That's that. Um, did you listen to this album, Morley? I did not. That's cool.
3: Um I'm not going to say anything, but I would say I I seem like it seems like Manny and I have the same taste in music. So whatever you Manny says
1: that music.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, There's
3: nothing wrong with that, Manny. So don't be ashamed. Uh, don't
0: me... oh, don't be ashamed. Yeah, I already no know. You know that sleep Mac's taste is just weird. So I feel like we did have a festival
1: this year together, you know, and you guys could go and find that. That different tent or whatever different page uh-huh. of that of that shitty music. I'm gonna
3: come back with ha- like hair paint and face paint <laughs> on and all of that jazz. All of
1: that, all of that. Um you gotta you love that shit, you do it <laughs> <laughs> Um What are we saying? Yeah, what's the score? And you go yeah. first. Um I give it a three. Three
2: for me. Yeah, three for me as well.
1: And I also say that I feel like this is a three because the fact that, on average, I, I like the songs more on this than I did on the colored album. But DJ Color's album had a couple of tracks that were actually just really, really good. Anywho, um, moving on, what was the other album you guys wanted to quickly wrap up with
0: Money uh, Quickly, yeah. Uh, yo. Um, again, decent rap album. I guess my favourite song on there was uh the future um what was it called? Hard for the next one uh song. Basically that was them talking about how they're gonna splash on any females they date to the point where it's just impossible for anyone to to come in <laughs> and try and woo them. That guy should have taken a lesson, that way his situation of Drake would never have uh the rose um yeah money is a decent rapper man like and but i think I, I don't know what was missing i think there was no real hits on this one um which probably let him down but it wasn't a bad effort but again it
2: wasn't amazing that's it for me what's going on um yeah so i like this album as well i haven't listened to money before but I wasn't disappointed. Um it was vibes. It wasn't anything groundbreaking, like it's it's just good it's just good music. Like you can drive to it, you can just I like, couldn't really chill to it, but you get out and about, it's 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 all right in it. Um my favourite track is Rakisha, purely for that sample. Um I really enjoy that track. But yeah, I like the track of Future as well. It's it's just it's it's another right album. A bit long, twenty three tracks. I hate this stuff, man. I hate when it's like bare tracks. Just cut it down. But other than that, it's 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 all right.
1: Yeah. So I'm um, basically with what Oli said. But well, I'm a bit confused as to how we got Phil Williams on the track. Of him, like, what the fuck, man? Didn't see that happening. But um, no, that was it. Was it was good. Nothing, nothing special. Sue, so, that all be said. Guys, what do you make of the no-clock allocations? Oh, we didn't
2: give our ratings.
1: Oh, <laughs> fuck yeah. Do we have to give ratings for that? Give it a two. A two. Just give it a two. Yeah, just a two. Maybe a three. I'll give
2: it a three.
1: Yeah, i am giving it a three as well. i gonna give it a two. But yeah, okay. So guys, no-clock, what do you think? Thoughts? Uh,
0: I'll feel let down by no-clock. Even though it's innocent until proven guilty. Uh, what I'm disappointed about is the fact that he allowed himself to get into this situation and obviously I empathise with the victims that
2: have been affected as well. So,
1: Alleged victims.
2: Alleged victims, yeah. Yeah, I mean, to, to, to build on what Manny said, I, well, to echo what Manny said even, um, if this is all true, my heart goes out to the victims. And then I was thinking about this today, it kind of sounds like people are painting him out to be, at least in some capacity, his character Sam from childhood. who was just like a bad person, so, I don't know, I don't know what to make of it really.
3: Um. Okay, can I say my part now? Mm-hmm. I like yeah. when it comes to these things. I prefer to hear what men have to say first because I feel like with everything else, it's always like, "Oh yeah, no, it happened." But then when it comes to like stuff like this, men tend to go with the notion or let the law deal with it. Alleged victim, da da, da, da. right? But for me,
1: until, until it's actually being confirmed, though, you can't say.
3: For me, I'm gonna say I 100 percent believe it. And not because, just because of some of the key words that were used, like he's a bully, right? And when people tend to be bullies, they tend to be control freaks and they tend to do whatever they want whenever they want because they're bullies. So, because it's not just women involved in this situation, you know that the white guy, Adam?
1: Adam Deacon.
3: Yeah, Adam Deacon, who was like, yeah, he bullied me, he blackboarded me out of the industry, all that kind of stuff. And then, I want to say it was Asher that basically distanced himself from the situation from early. I feel
1: and, like he had to make a statement. Yeah. He, he, his hands were tied
3: there. I I don't feel like his hands are tied. I feel like he probably knew he was a bully. And mm. st- I don't want to say he knew women were being assaulted because I don't want to say that. But for me, no. the fact that he was a bully... In itself, made me feel like yeah, anything is possible because no one came out to say no. Um, this he's been a gentleman completely, or oh, he's such a nice guy. Like no one said anything positive. I feel like to okay. be fair, okay. Ashleigh
2: was really neutral. Like his his um, statement was really neutral. Yeah, and if be genuinely felt like he was a bully, I know for a fact he distanced himself from him a long time ago. So I feel
3: Ooh. like with stuff like this, though, it's very. You can't be too slanderous. It has to be neutral. Yeah, I agree. So you can't be like, yeah, he did everything. You can't be on any side because at the end of the day, whatever side you take, you will get, you'll feel it one way or the other. So it had to be neutral. The fact that he was a bully, for me, just says everything else happened. Or the chances of everything else happening is very, very high.
1: I, I feel like, I hear what you're saying, and I'm not going to discredit what you're saying there at all. Right? But I do feel like right now, in the current situation they are in, where you've had the Bill Cosby thing, you've had the uh, what was it? What's the other guy called? The, um, the film film executive. Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, his case goes through. You've had a couple of other high-profile cases where people being accused of similar acts, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like. Everyone's convicted, seen, by the way, everyone's or say yes, right. They'll be convicted. In fact, so my bad, they'll be convicted, they'll be found guilty. People are aware of the fallout around it. So, everyone, I believe, is not everyone, but a lot of people will be taking um actions to place themselves in a position whereby they're not going to be pulled down or they're not going to have um any slander on their name if. If, like you, you said, for example, you thought like Ashadid said what he said so soon because he thought that um, it was true. But I'm saying here, I believe... That it's that...
3: necessarily true, but he knew something definitely happened, right? Or but he knew he... that he was a bully. The, the word he... I'm using, I'm not saying he's a sexual predator or anything else like that, right? I'm saying he's okay. a bully.
1: And, 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 I, I think... and I get that right. I'm not saying, so, just to be clear, I'm not defending him. I'm just trying to, just trying to make sure that both sides of the coin are looked at, that's all. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to defend him. And so, for example, with the bullying thing, right? I feel like the bullying thing is something that, even that, it's not right to bully people, right? Full stop. I'm, I'm not with that. But even that is something that is down to interpre- interpretation. I read the other things that he did, such as sending unsolicited, um, pornographic images, right, to people of himself, and I think that is wild. I don't know what would make you do that, right? That is.
3: Not That's also okay. sexual assault, but okay.
0: And ego would make you do that. Do you know what I mean? Like,
1: oh, yeah, ego. But then, um, also in in the work setting as well. I think that's crazy. But then again, his ego might be running wild well because of the fact that he's almost project that he's projects that he's on. He must be pretty much the head honcho almost. And so, bully. um, that is crazy. Some of the stuff that come out as well. Like I think I read something about how he said to one woman, um, I only you so I could fuck you and dismiss you but I thought that you were right, so I kept you on. Like, I remember having this debate in the group chat and I said, I really would like to know the context in which that was said. I guess he had a debate with. It was having a, with you. <laughs> you yeah! <was> right. <laughs> 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 but, but the reason is that, that is something, right, there's, 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 a, there's a couple of ways you said they could be. One said, like, completely flat of, of no tune, and that's like, wow, that's actually mad sinister. There is the in the midst of an argument, which is like, okay, that's mad, but maybe he's just making up and maybe just said it because he's angry. And then there's also the tone whereby it's like, um, I don't know how to put it yeah, like he's making a joke, but maybe the joke didn't go across. And again, this is where you got to think about your. Wait, hold your, on, um, did
3: they sleep together though?
1: I don't know. That woman didn't disclose that it. And there's other. there's a lot of things that he's been accused of, he's only been accused of, um sharing images of women that had um, come and done naked Aud- auditions yeah. Yeah. and I think to myself that that is crazy if that's true because that is there's no context where that is acceptable uh, if you're unless you're unless you're sitting down with the rest of your your you know executive team trying to pick out who's going to be cast for the movie there's no context where that sort of imagery should be shared of anyone else so if that is true, again, that's that's crazy. But um, And then what's happening is, all well, you're getting a snowball effect from this where other women are coming out and talking about how they've had to do naked auditions for films and some of those films didn't come out. And I thought to myself that, at first I thought, that's crazy, again. And then I thought to myself, how many films they start production and then they don't actually get anywhere. That happens to a lot of films, with a lot of films. So it's like, I feel like everything I'm seeing right now, I'm trying to take it in and trying to trying to digest it. I'm trying not to immediately just jump to a conclusion. I'm just yeah, trying to be see, like where, where we are of it. So with regards to the Noel Clark stuff, I just feel like, like you guys said, I feel disappointed because it wasn't, it was like, what, one episode ago or two episodes ago, I was talking about how how he's like a, a, a uh, he's, he's cleared a path for those coming behind yeah. him and how they're standing on his shoulders and stuff like that. And, whether that's still true or not, it's still true because what he's done, he's done. He's still created that path. He's let himself, and if it's true, he's let himself down and he's let down so many other people, like an innumerable amount of people, because it's not only himself and his family and his his production team that is around, around him, but it's also all these other actors and actresses that looked up to him as a role model. And now, you know, that's that's been blown away. So I just think it's incredible what's happened, but um. Yeah, if, if he's done it, then he deserves to have the books on him, really. Yeah,
2: I agree. Look,
0: as a, as a black celebrity, right, like, you're thrust into a position where you have a target on your back. You, you should, like, those journalists were looking for a story, and why not go for Noel Clark, right? As a black man, you know, or a black woman, you know you have that target in your back, and you have to act accordingly, like it comes with that territory and for you to know you have those demons in your cupboard and you still progress with that and you still go onto stages in order and represent like black culture and put that in the forefront when you know at the end of the day it's all going to just get thrown into into your face and everyone else's face that's cheering for you and looking at you as a role model. Like we earlier on in the podcast, we were talking about Cardi B and is she a role model? Da, da, da. I almost think it's worse when you have someone like Noel Clark who's a role model in public, but then behind closed doors is doing the worst only for it to come out and destroy his whole reputation because then it closes the door for anyone else to try and even get close to that position it almost feels like
3: I uh, yeah i agree with you because it definitely does like in this society that we live in there's only a couple of people who are black or asian that are allowed in that space and yeah. him being allowed in that space and then he's gone ahead and done something like that um or even just being accused or something like that has closed the door for many other people um, yeah. But I do want to put out there first. When I saw it on socials, my first reaction was that like, uh uh, we're not going to try and bring down a black man. And then when I read more stuff into it, and again, like I said, it was the word bullying for me, I just put the phone down because yeah. I said, I- I'll be like, this is it, right? This, for me, the word bullying being used is absolutely it. Um, and I think uh, for me, it's just a bit difficult to digest.
2: Another thing that makes it seem like it's um the allegations are true is that I bl- I read that he's put himself in um to some sort of counselling or something to deal with. He,
1: he said that he denies the allegations of sexual misconduct but he um but he said the bullying claims were he said he's he he booked himself into the rehab facility due to the bullying claims or not rehab facility, you know what I mean. You know what I'm talking yeah. about, what you said? Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, 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 that's it, yeah. He's really strongly, vehemently denying the sexual misconduct stuff.
3: He booked himself in for counselling because he was a bully or because he's being bullied? Which? What, because he imagine.
1: believes that he's being perceived as a bully, so he thinks there must be something wrong there. Yeah, so he's huh? actively trying to improve himself.
3: Yeah. So then you was bullying?
1: This is the thing that I'm saying, the bullying, yeah, bullying is subjective, because i don't some, think
3: bullying is subjective you
1: know what, it is yeah because i realize realized that even with me right like there'd be times when i'm bantering people in groups where right, and then i realize that you know what maybe i'm going too fast so to stop but the way that the group that moves the group's maneuver like you know if i'm the one that i'm seen as like being like the funny guy or whatever and then sometimes it ends up being one person that always ends up taking the stick then technically speaking i'm bullying that person but i'm not a bully if if I would never consider myself to be a bully and most people would say Matt's not a bully, but to that person I am one hundred percent the bully. So I
3: feel like that statement would be Matt is a bully to them. But well, all in go. all But that's but, what
1: I'm saying here. So it'd be a case that Noel Clark was a bully to that to that person. And remember, all the hundreds of people he works with, maybe there's always that one person that's in the office or in the in the studio with him that's getting the butt of the joke every time.
3: Yeah, but I just don't think it's a joke because where's Adam?
1: Adam's making films right like, now. Nah, I watched the film with, with him in it yesterday. Um, what film was the, that? Original Gangster. It came, out heard... like, it came out last year, but I saw it advertised now. So I don't know what's going on that.
3: Yes. For me, I personally feel like he, when he said he was blackboard from the industry, um, I think it was true because of Noel Clark. I think it's true. See,
2: th- this is a hard thing about Adam. So um, I believe he has ADHD or something. Mm-hmm. Um i don't I don't want to get it wrong, but at the time um when the whole adam Deacon and no Clark fallout happened, it was allegedly because Adam Deacon wasn't called up to being adulthood, mm-hmm. and the reason being was that he was being an aggressor towards no Clark and acting out, and he himself said um it was due to something um like mental illnesses i believe I could be wrong um I don't want to say that with certainty, but I believe it was something like that. It was a long time ago. So, it's, I don't want to say it's kind of hard to believe him because I don't think it is. And I, it does seem like he may have been bullied by Noel Clark, but it also might be a case of that he bought it on himself, whereby he burnt a bridge with Noel Clark, and then when Noel Clark shut him out, he started going at him, and with Noel Clark may have given it back, maybe. I'm just trying to look at it from another perspective.
1: I, I feel like this is the thing here. With, with human interactions, there are so many layers to it. So many layers to what happens, right? So, and again, it's about how people perceive things. So, for example, if I started going at Ollie today, if I started bantering and um, to me, it's banter. And to Oli, it'd be banter as well. Because we know each other, and he knows what the deal is. But then, uh, if I go to talk to someone I don't really know that so well, and I deliver the same sort of i to them in the same manner that i speak to ollie or that ollie speaks to me they might be like oh my god this guy's so horrible why is he being like this to me when for me i'm like a casual joke but again i'm not trying to even take away from these allegations in the slightest of just saying that these things can be subjective but i really do want to see what happens with regards to the um I guess the inquiries and investigations that go on. I don't even know. Is it a criminal case or not? What is it? Is it a case that the studios have to go and look into it? Or I don't know what happens next.
3: I'm not sure exactly the intricacies of the case. But I don't know if I'm just being whatever right now. But I do believe that if we look at the time span when everything happened, right, I believe that it's only recently that men are being conscious about their actions Mm. and men are being conscious to say actually this might be perceived as sexual assault whereas before they would just be doing anything they feel like doing and it would just be like oh yeah he's just being a man do
1: you You know know, what I mean you're 100% right on that you are 100% I don't want to say you you finish making your point I don't want to cut you
3: no my point was literally just like for me, with the whole bullying and the culture around men and their behavior mm-hmm. being accepted, even though it's wild, for for me, I just, I just think it's true, unfortunately.
1: Okay. And you know what? Right? I, I want to say, like, even for me, when I think about my behavior, especially even, even in the workplace, right? As an example for me is when I was taking a picture with um, a female colleague of mine back in the day. like It was about two, three years ago. So it's like when the Me Too movement was happening as well. So this when I became more conscious of the stuff I do because um I would usually if I'm taking a picture of a woman, I'd usually put my arm my hand like on her back or something like that. And like, you know, we'd just be like, take the picture, like leading it together. And before we took this picture, because of everything that was happening in the media around me, I was like, I asked her, like, is it okay for me to like touch you? Like, is that gonna be an issue? And I just thought she would say, Oh, of course not, man. let's let's just come on take the photo. And then she said to me, actually, I personally don't have an issue with you touching me. If my dad sees the photo, he might think it's an, it's a, it's an issue. Uh, this girl was from like a, a Muslim background, so mm. like, I guess in that culture, it's not you know meant to be touching. Um, what was it, sex, unless you're married or stuff like that. So that is like the first time I thought to myself, like, wow, I really need to actually take care of her with what I'm doing. Because I never really thought about it, and then another thing as well with regards to his Noel Clark allegations, because um, he was he's been accused of groping as well. I didn't know that touching a woman on her lower back can be considered groping as well. Mm. And I'm thinking to myself, what the hell? I didn't, I didn't know that. But you know, yeah. so that's crazy to me. But
3: I'm yeah. I'm not gonna lie. There's been times where I've received so many like explicit images from men, uncalled for, and I'm like. What the heck is wrong with you? But people think that's okay. It's, it's not. It's not okay. Yeah,
0: that's never yeah, that's okay. That's The thing I don't get that when it's like unsolicited like that, that's just weird. Like, is it in a situation where you've you've just started speaking to the person, or you've even never spoken to a person? There's been
3: times where, like, I've just started speaking to the person, but I'm a, I'm a bit like a prude sometimes, so it's just like. I'm not giving you any signals at all to let you know that you can send me those kind of photos and then there's also times where as just a regular woman um and I know hundred and ten percent this was not a prank call and when I dissected it, I think I know who it was, but someone called me on eight o'clock on a Sunday morning um while I'm reading my Bible, you know I answer this unknown number <laughs> and <laughs> they're coming with whatever they want how they want to um certain acts that they want to perform on me and I'm like on a Sunday morning you have no respect literally and I didn't ask, like it's not appropriate for you to just be calling a woman I know who it is I think I know who it is and that it person I told you <laughs> yeah, that, you
0: know, I was, I was thinking that. I wanted to say that. I was like, "That's a bit mean." Oh, right. Well, like,
3: awesome. for me, I hundred percent just believe it because in twenty one, twenty twenty one, in twenty twenty, the things I've seen, let alone ten years ago.
1: Can I, I want to make another point here as well, though? Right, and again, please do not make me the evil person. Don't pay me out to be that. Right, but. When you flip the gender in some of these circumstances, right, the view changes a lot because women will send men unsolicited images of their tits or whatever else, right? (laughs) And no one ever says, "Oh my God, what on earth are you doing? That is so wrong. You shouldn't do that." No one, no one ever says that. Why why doesn't anyone say that? Because they don't. Because there is a double standard. There's a double standard. And the other thought as well is that um, um, when I've gone to clubs and when I was back in the day, you know, when the clubs used to be open, I've been to clubs and literally women will just, like, grab your junk. Wow. And, and it's like, well, what the hell's going on here then? I can't just go and squeeze your titty like that, can I? And, and it's not an issue. So I don't know. Maybe I should have got... If I reported them to the bouncer, if I said to the bouncer... This someone has just grabbed my jug, I want to kick out the club. The guy would absolutely just laugh at me and be like, What the fuck's wrong with you mate?
3: But that's oh. all patriarchy though, isn't it? So that's a system men has created that's now backfired onto themselves.
1: Indeed, indeed.
3: Unfortunately, it is double standards, but you guys created it.
1: But, you know, it's one of those things that although it's maybe what was the case before, maybe it shouldn't be the case now. So You know, like I said, there should be like a proper... um...
3: Start your movement, then. Me free. (laughs) Don't touch touch me when I'm in the club. Start your (laughs) movement.
1: (laughs) You've join
0: Terry Crews on that one, where he gets touched off. Oh, yeah, that is Terry Crews, isn't it? Terry Crews got... All those men that that touch your junks when you go out. No, but that's
3: different. You see men, right? When it's men touching men... Now you guys are like, ho, ho, like, he's gay, he's going to try and turn me gay, right? <laughs> but, like, you guys are all petrified because, like, a man is touching you. But if it was a woman, you have nothing to say, you'll find it pleasurable.
1: That's not the point. Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> now, I didn't even know that Terry was just talking about men. Do you guys yeah, feel violated? It was, a, it, was if a woman man, it was a
1: man that violated them, it was a gay man.
3: Yeah, when it's a gay man, like a gay man, you're going to feel violated. But when it's a woman, you're going to feel wanted.
1: Yeah, but, like, does a woman not feel wanted when a guy's... <laughs> just...
3: Not to... No! And <laughs> <laughs> you better edit that <laughs> out, point
1: <laughs> Before
3: you start losing your jobs. Uh, you
1: know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, on that bombshell, yeah. Like, honestly, whatever happens at no clock, I believe that I hope that justice takes this course, whichever way it's meant to be, whether in his favour or against. And, um, yeah. Um, I think this has been a good podcast guys. What do you think? Yeah,
0: no, hmm? I think yes, Yeah, we hit all the points. Looking forward to next week, hearing hearing some 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 good albums.
1: Yeah, indeed. Um, okay, so should we get some socials in again? More Morevli, you know?
3: Yes. You um, are. Instagram. It's Morvia M O R V I A underscore Lee. Um, and I don't really use my Twitter that much, but it's Tinu T I N U X O. Arlie
2: Ali. Yeah, you can
1: catch me on Twitter at OC Clark underscore 10. And you can catch me on Twitter at Mr. Matty Lee on Instagram at Mr. Underscore Matty Lee. And you can catch Manny at...
0: Um, Emmanuel Yates ninety on Twitter. And you can catch Earsource podcast um, on ESL's underscore on Twitter and ESL's underscore on Instagram. It's been a pleasure, guys. Have a lovely week. We'll catch you again next week. Ciao.
3: Thank you. Bye. The ASOS Podcast.